0: Hey, what is up everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of The Blind Life. I am your host, Steven Mike, and this episode is brought to you by the letter F. <laughs> no, it's not, because if it was, I wouldn't have to pay out of pocket for everything. <laughs> Anyways, um, welcome to the very first episode. This episode is very, very special to me. Not only because it's the first episode, but if some of you if some of you may some of you may know that I used to have I used to uh run have not own I used to co-host a podcast with a couple of friends that podcast used to be called PFFT well the very first guest of that pod of this podcast the blind life is my co-host to the previous podcast PFFT Daryl Garza um let me tell you a little bit about Daryl before he steps in and starts talking um I've actually just got off the phone with him <laughs> So he's pretty excited, but anyways, Daryl is a he's my he's one of my best friends. Um, he's 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 taught me a lot when it comes to blindness, mainly how to party as a blind person, how to drink as a blind person. Um, he drinks a lot; <laughs> he doesn't have a problem. <laughs> um, no, when we uh when we first met, I stayed at the Independent Living Center here in Austin, Texas. Um, a couple of months later, he came in, and we would run into each other, and you know, we slowly moved to the bar and started drinking and having fun. Uh but he will tell you more about that. Um he's going to go into detail about his blindness, about how de- he deals with this blindness, what, you know, how he became to be and how life just kind of caved in, not really caved in, how life hit him hard with all that was coming and 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 and, and all that all that nasty stuff that, you know, many people go through um To become the person that they are today. So, yeah, um I am proud to announce my very first guest of this podcast, The Blind Life, Daryl Garza. Daryl. Daryl Garza. Yeah. One, two, three, four. All right. Cool. Now we can talk. Oh, no. No. you the talking? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't coffee. So, welcome, Daryl, as a first guest.
1: It's good to be back, to back right? behind We're a back. microphone and what uh, <laughs> almost two years. It's been a while, again. man. Yeah, good times, good times, and old faithful equipment still working good. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's
0: uh Sarah's meeting something, but yeah, no, it's Pfft kind of back together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I mean, I told you the gist of it of the podcast what's going to be. Yeah. Um, Just to explain a little bit more to everyone else, let me put my phone on silent because I don't want anybody calling me. And um, put your phone on silent, Daryl. Oh, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, the whole point of this podcast is for everyone to tell their own story in their own words. Um, Everyone hears, like, stories about people, uh, what they went through, and that's what word of mouth is, you know. So, not everyone gets the full story. Not everyone gets to tell their own story because everyone's different. So, you, Daryl, um... You have a very unique story. You have a fucked up story. <laughs> 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 so um, I actually love your story. It's it's amazing. That's why I wanted you as my first guest, not only because uh, you're my best friend, but I mean, you've gone through a lot of shit and I know there has to be someone there. There is someone out there that could use, you know, could you could like find a uh, uh, comfort so, in you and knowing that you are still alive, knowing yeah, that some you're some kind
1: still, of relation. Yeah. And stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. So uh, how you been having, 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 having from you in a while, man. Maybe. Things have been good. Yeah. Crazy this year. Uh, What year? 2020 has not stopped from good news, bad news, just all kinds of news, all kinds of just. Well, I just just meant like in the
0: past couple of days. I haven't haven't seen you. (laughs) you. (laughs) Past couple of
1: days. uh, (laughs) It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, just been. um, uh, If anybody knows me or anything like that. Nah, they don't know uh, me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know (laughs) me. Somebody might be listening to this. Actually, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I just got a new guide dog. Uh, which I don't even know what today is, but I got her on February 10th, and uh, she is a... <clears throat> March 4th. Today's
0: the 4th? Oh, yeah, it today, is. What's today, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 7th, yeah. Saturday the 7th, today's 4th, yeah. Wow, I've almost had her for a month already. Holy crap. Huh. Wow, I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it seems like just yesterday, but... Um, I have a little Brindle lab. She is roughly 46 pounds, give or take, 20, 20 inches at the shoulders, and I'm pretty sure 20 inches from shoulder to hip. Um, she is tiny, but she, she's she got a lot of energy. <laughs> uh, com- complete 180 from Egypt.
0: Egypt was his former dog. Yes.
1: Egypt was my first guide dog. She was at a yellow lab about... Sixty three ish pounds, mellow as yeah as they. Wasn't come.
0: her like at her prime weight was like fifty something, 59, 58?
1: Uh, When when we graduated from GDB, she was sixty. Oh okay. So uh, when they issued her to me, she's sixty two. I, oh, okay. I don't know how I remember all this stuff, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I just got Araya from GDB and Santa Rafael. Oh, I didn't. I don't know if I got to tell you. I got a picture outside of Metallica's headquarters. Yeah, you tell me that it just looks like a warehouse and everyone's making yeah. it funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, should I use names?
0: Yeah, you can use yeah. whatever you want. I don't care. All right,
1: so, my parents and uh, my girlfriend went to San Francisco for my graduation, and stuff like that. And so, everyone knew, like, I got to see Metallica because they were in San Rafael, near same as GDB. And, uh... So we went and they're just kinda of ragging on me. <laughs> and so I, mean, I I could have taken a picture in front of any derelict building and been like, hey, This is Metallica's headquarters <laughs> So um so my girlfriend shares you know shares it on on Facebook Messenger with my family and you know, with texting there's there's no tone or inflection. And so she's you know being a total smart ass and it's like, look Daryl in front of Metallica, hooray and so my whole family was like, oh, his dream came true. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, a bad joke. Like, nobody left. They, they think you're being sincere. <laughs>
0: so um, so it's just any old, looks like any old warehouse. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's there's no logos. There's no, like, this is Metallica. There's, there's a nothing. building across
0: the street. You want to go take a picture of that one? I might. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe... Um, Megadeth it, might have played there. So yeah, I would say it's uh Megadeth Headquarters. <laughs> was it
1: Blue Blocktober's recording studio here yeah, in town? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean there's that. And so I mean it was it was good. I mean just really exciting. Um man, class was intense. Yeah. So um I applied, I started the application back in June. Well, look, and, like,
0: let's 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 start let's oh. start from the beginning because like I want yeah, I want to get that to the end. Yeah, we're
1: getting to present day aren't we? <laughs> yeah, so let's
0: start. Uh, so okay, so tell everybody what, what you have, what your condition oh, is, and, and then um,
1: what uh, start from there. Well, <clears throat> bring out your encyclopedia of diseases because i uh, will uh, probably get the majority of them, <laughs> <laughs> except the so, clap. How old are you? Where are
0: you born? All that crap. How did you find out you were? Uh, Sick, <laughs> <laughs> which which time? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I am 31 years old in Austin, Texas. I grew up in a small town called Alice. Um, you blink, you miss it. Um, so you're not gonna, you're not missing much. Um, and I have a, st- a condition called Stickler syndrome, and it's a connective tissue disorder that affects any kind of you know uh, system in your body, from your heart, your hearing, your joints, your eyes. Um, Billy. Oh, so it affects everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it depends on your version. I thought it was just your your eyes and your hearing. Uh, that's the version I got. So, you know the, the actor John Ritter? Sounds familiar. I think he was Bad Santa or something. I don't remember exactly, but I, I remember... I thought he's... that was uh, um, Billy Bob Thornton. No clue. <laughs> uh, I just know John Ritter, um, but he actually had Stickler Syndrome, and he died of it. His uh, aorta split open, and that's all she wrote. All and shit. same thing happened with my dad's uh my dad's birth father. Um he went to a softball game. Mm-hmm. I think he was in it, took a nap, never woke up and an autopsy showed that his aorta split. So is that like possible with you? Yeah, yeah. Um likely with my version of Sicklers, it's not um a high risk um your mind is eyes, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and uh and hearing. So okay and uh i just got my hearing checked in over 20 years and luckily i have no hearing loss or anything (laughs) so i I didn't realize i didn't realize how much of a relief that was yeah um but um yeah so um i have stickler syndrome and everything kind of started when i was young like four or five years old my parents would always notice that i'd sniff my food and uh you know, instead of kind of look at stuff.
0: Isn't that like normal though? Cause I, I still sniff my food sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, um, well, I guess I sl- like hand like hand food. I sniff hand food for some oh, reason. Okay. I don't know why.
1: No, my my entire meal, I'd I'd smell it and oh, we're like, okay. oh, we've got this, we've got that, and um, I would sit really close to the TV until so my grandmother would tell my mom, I'm like, hey, like you might want to get his eyes checked. You know, that's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> and so. I don't know if that ever happened. I really don't know this timeline because I was too young to really know or care. For sure. But uh, in kindergarten, um, we were reading something off the board, and my parents noticed that when um, when it was my turn, I was just looking at my desk, and I had memorized whatever like what we we're supposed to read. Mm-hmm. And so when it came to my turn, I read. You know, I, I recited the right line, and my parents like, "Yeah, he's not looking." <laughs> <laughs> so, look, looking back at it now, um, we had science fair. And I didn't get to advance or anything like that because the lady's like, "Oh, can you read what's you know what's on your board?" And I looked at it and I looked back at her and I was like, "You know, no, I I can't." And she probably took it as like, "Oh, this kid's dumb, he can't read." But all I saw was white, yeah, you know, white rectangles on my board. Yeah, and not understanding that I couldn't I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're looking at it now as an adult, it's like, holy crap, you know, <laughs> you're just kind of like, you know seen those blind moments, you know, in a, in a better mind. Yeah. Um, and, that, like, that was as a kid? Yeah, that was like, me at five years old. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, life was just kind of going on. And then, um, apparently at one point, um, when I was six, um, I told my uncle that I couldn't see out of my eye. And he was like, oh, you know. <laughs> Maybe his eyes are just you know like wrong prescription for his glasses because at this point I had glasses yeah and um so they just kind of you like whatever so, so
0: like saying that like was I ev- I don't want to say it was everyone in denial but like did was it just
1: no not nobody known, no yeah nobody had any idea that I would have something major happening yeah because to the to what they knew it was just oh he's he needs glasses you mm-hmm. know there's there's no sign that out of had anything major because I had no, had no family history of it at the time. Like I started the history, <clears throat> and uh, we knew nothing about my dad's side of the family. So, um, so that happened, and then later on, I don't know how much later, my brother was playing Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo, and I just remember it was like, hey, like I can't see the TV with my right eye. <laughs> like that's that's not right. So went and told my parents that I couldn't see, and so yeah, they kind of went through the game of like, testing my eyes and covered up my left eye. Absolutely nothing from my right eye. And So I remember laying on my dad's bed and seeing if I could see the uh, the light on the ceiling. Yeah. And then they, were, they we had these little things that my sister and I made. It was, like, uh, sand, and, you know, it was, like, colorful sand and stuff like that. Yeah. So my dad put that in front of my eye and was like, no, I can't see it. And he put a flashlight behind it and I was like, yeah, I can see you. I can see you. There's this square. <clears throat> and so... Next day, I was at the optometrist. He was like, nope, you've got a massive retinal detachment. Oh, at six? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't remember how big it was, but it was huge. Um, and then they re- referred me to a surgeon in Corpus. And he's like, no, I only work on um, on adults. So they sent me to Houston, and it's a four-hour drive from where I lived, to another retinal specialist and literally one of the best in the world. Um and he was my surgeon here you know, for thirteen years. So at this point, <clears throat> was it just right now one eye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was just just my right eye that uh, was having problems, and so and this was late July. So, um, went and had surgery, and I guess I had some sight. I, I, I really don't know. Um, and yeah, that's that's when know yeah, that's when it started. Uh, I was. A month and a half away from being seven. Yeah. And um <clears throat> and you know from from that time till I was about thirteen, I have no idea what surgeries I had. Or well, I guess you know I know now, but at the time it was just like, Hey, I keep having surgery, surgery, surgery. And from six to thirteen I had roughly about eighteen surgeries, major surgeries. And uh, one of those was a cornea transplant. A couple were cataracts, and some were retinal detachments. And this was just <clears throat> on that one eye, correct? Uh, this was on both eyes. Oh, was both um, eyes. So how, yeah. how did how did like how did your parents
0: react? How did they treat you when when with all that? Like um, at this point, like you're blind out of. One eye for now, right? And the other one you can still see a little yeah. bit. Yeah, okay. and I, I don't know
1: how much I could see out of my right eye, but for all intents and purposes, I don't remember what it was like seeing out of it, so I'm mm-hmm. just going to say I was blind. Uh, officially, I was blinded when I was eight in my right eye, but, uh, you know, it's just paperwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I started having uh, retinal detachments in my left eye, I don't know how much sooner after, but basically I was in and out of school uh, for surgeries, and then cataracts are a result of retinal detachments and stuff like that Um, and I just remember you know at school they didn't know how to handle me in a sense Um, I was out at recess with my friends and you know a teacher came and got me and was like hey you can't you can't play in recess I was like but I didn't do anything wrong they're like oh yeah you know like you know just doctor said you can't play it's like okay so (laughs) now so now what you know and so they had a lunch detention um for all the bad kids that got you know quote-unquote a slip or a detention mm-hmm. they would stand on the sidewalk and watch all the kids play could not sit down could not do anything just had to stand and watch yeah and they had me with those kids but i had some privileges i was able to sit <laughs> <laughs> so i mean all i did was dig a freaking hole yeah and um you know i was with the bad kids it's like what did i do and you had know, just no explanation and so one of the coaches uh noticed this and he's like hey he's like you know you can't have him with all the bad kids he's not doing anything so he went and bought a ton of board games for me to play yeah and so they set up a classroom for me right there by the playground so yeah me and my friends could play board games or you know just you know watch tv or whatever so that's that's cool <clears throat> that, that's kind of fucked up how they you know
0: we they don't know how to what to do with you and they just threw you in there you know it's
1: pretty much kind of shit <laughs> yeah i mean the good thing is I don't remember like it it didn't affect my life, yeah, at least growing or you know, as as an adult and yeah. stuff and I know like in third grade and stuff like that I was really depressed with all the surgeries and I don't know if I got picked on. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm the youngest in my family so I get picked on all the time, so uh I, I have a pretty pretty thick skin. Mm-hmm. But I know my mom and my sister said that, you know, it's just roll down to the dumps all the time, kinda like you know like I wish I was dead kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I mean coming from an eight year old, like, you know, it's Yeah, man, that's that's rough. I don't know how my parents did it. But but the way my parents coped, my mom had started up an insurance agency and so to have more time to take care of me, she sold it. And it gave her more time to, you know, uh, to start operating my dad's uh, dental practice because he had just started one, I think I was seven at the time. So, yeah, it worked out in a way. Um, And... You know, I just, I wasn't allowed to play. I wasn't able to dive in the pool, which I still did. Wasn't supposed to jump in the pool, which I still did. Wasn't supposed, <laughs> wasn't supposed to get on the trampoline, still did. As <laughs> that from Forrest Gump? Like, what did you say? Or, uh... I got to meet the President of the United States again. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, um, it's probably a good source of white hairs for my parents. <laughs> but I still got to live, you know, for the most part, a normal childhood. You know, I was... As wild, uh, as limited, crazy. I guess, right? huh?
0: Somewhat limited childhood.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I had some limits, but I pushed them all the time. Yeah. So um, I remember...
0: It's, it's funny because like... Uh, we'll, we'll come back to this real quick. But I remember meeting you and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we are doing. We are throwing something. <laughs> and I remember you telling me like, yeah, I've never thrown anything because like, I never, I was never allowed to play sports. So I always uh-huh.
1: wondered, D- does he throw like a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I, I throw... Horribly, when I, I throw a football, I was like, oh, "Man, so, you know, I just, just I, I might as well just to go walk into the person I'm like, here, here you, you go." go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently, uh, my girlfriend she can throw a bullet pretty nicely, or she'll throw a, you know, tumbler. But I'm just, just straight tumblers, yeah, but, and, <laughs> and no, no distance. I can run, I can juke and all that, but I cannot throw for shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I couldn't see 3D. So, which I, I had no idea. I had no depth of perception. Um, I could I could gauge, you know, distances. But if a ball was flying at me, yeah, forget it. Like, yeah. I, I I would blink really fast. So and you've never seen three D before? No, I have no idea what three D uh, looks oh, like. Wow, um, which is the concept of it is beyond me. Which is, is kind of interesting. Well, even
0: now, like. <laughs> um... So I, I started growing blind when 3D started happening in the theaters. Well, I mean, oh, it's yeah. been there since, like, forever. But, you know, when it started coming back, I yeah, never yeah. got to experience it. So I don't know what it looks like. And I never, I was never able to see the, you know, when those those red and blue glasses they used to have? Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. I, I never used to see through that. Because like, I, wasn't, I wasn't able to see through one eye all my whole life. Yeah, yeah, same so, here. I, like, everything just
1: looks red to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, we had the same thing. Uh, we had a computer way back when. And uh, we had a program called 3D Dinosaur and 3D Body. And it's amazing programs I, mean, I still remember them Hey, can I have some of those? Yeah, yeah <laughs> get, get Um But, um My brother and sisters Could all enjoy All the 3D effects of You know a human anatomy And Um Oh, yeah, Sorry about that nah, And Give them away I gotta feel me Oh, okay Um Coffee Or chocolate covered Peanut Or no, Chocolate covered Coffee beans people <laughs> 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 Maybe I don't need these <laughs> <laughs> Um and so everyone got to enjoy it, and like you said, it's like this all just read to me, like this is boring. Um, but not understanding that you needed two eyes to use the uh, the glasses.
0: Hey, girly. <laughs> <laughs> here, so uh, Daryl's dogs here with us. Her new one, his new one, uh, Raya. <clears throat> so she got up and just started standing <laughs> <in> me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, so all right. So um oh, yeah. you had all these surgeries. Um, between 6 and 13, right? <laughs> I throw like a bitch. 8 yeah. and 13? <laughs> so, all this was just on your eyes, correct? Yeah, just on my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> 13 was that, right? Be- was that middle school, right? Um, Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shit, how old was I? Yeah, because I think... Uh, yeah, I think that's 7th grade. Yeah, we're 14 were freshmen, maybe, really. maybe. Yeah,
1: I started... Yeah, yeah. I started high school at 13. I turned 14 freshman year.
0: So, okay. Was the all that not being able to play with him was how was your your middle school time um sixth, seventh and eighth grade was it the same thing as elementary um like
1: recess wise yeah or, well like oh
0: because i mean sixth seventh and eighth grade you start i mean you know guys little boys uh, you know become little little men and they start, you <laughs> know uh noticing girls like oh you're cute you know so, oh yeah, yeah so how was that with 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 your whole blindness stuff and the um, girls you know i mean you're a handsome man
1: so yeah, to be honest, I was I was always a chick magnet. I just never knew it, and uh, you know, I was just like, oh hey, it's my friend, and you know, when I date somebody, um, like oh, I've liked you for so long. It's like oh, I liked you too. Like, <laughs> you, like shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it it you know, story of my life all the time. So, <clears throat> so in middle school, other girls were all over you, no matter what. Either way, yeah, yeah. Okay, much. okay. So, um. I didn't have girlfriends too much. It's because I was a little shy. Well, no, I had a girlfriend in seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade, but ain't nothing serious. You know, it's just you know kid kid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as that, I like friends were all the same. People would try and pick on me. I'd tear them apart. Um. So yeah. So you were you picked on a lot? Yeah. Well, not a lot because I had already established myself as like don't like don't fuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know. I like to think I'm a nice guy until, until you piss me off, you know? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> um, And so that's just kind of how it was. And there's this one guy, um, he's a really fat guy. <laughs> 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 he's probably about three of me at the time. And he always picked on me. And uh, my right eye was cocked off to the side a little bit. So mm-hmm. he'd make fun of that. And I was like, I'm like whatever, Tubby. <laughs> 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 and he'd get all bent out of shape. And so, he'd, do you remember that? I think it was a Chrysler Prowler, I think that like uh, a yeah. Hot rodish kind of looking mm-hmm. car. He does the he's like, oh, yeah, my mom's a Prowler, my mom's a Prowler. Well, I uh, saw so him getting dropped off about three blocks away from school in a, like an old 1980s boat. <laughs> and uh, so, and yeah, I just kind of keep that to myself. And so he'd try and pick on me. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, your Prowler is like more like a big old fucking boat. And it was like, you know, it's like you're so embarrassed. And you yeah, just just tear him apart. Yeah. And looking back at it, is it was like, you know, it wasn't really the best thing to do, but you know, once you have enough of it, you have enough. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, sometimes you gotta
0: stand up. I mean, it's like some kids can't do it. Yeah. but sometimes you gotta stand up for yourself and like fight the bullies. You know,
1: exactly. And, and that's know, like back in the day, it was tougher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody was PC back then. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and so I mean, I had to deal with that. And I mean, good thing I had you know an older brother and sisters to pick on me all the time because you know, I mean, their stuff was nothing. You know, did they? that um,
0: they? Um, I guess this time like. You, your older, your older sister and older brother they were they were not in the same school as you because they're a lot older right
1: my sister i have one sister that's 15 months older than me so she's a grade above me so oh that's right
0: you're the youngest yeah yeah so you have three older ones
1: yeah yeah so my brother nah he graduated when i was in fifth grade mm-hmm. just graduated five years before me and then erica was a year before me so so erica was there was she there like in middle school to like Defend you
0: with a bully? Did she do anything to help you out? She like not 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 as like not to me like not to say like she was useless or anything, but like was she did she did she see all that th- stuff that was going on?
1: Did she help you out? No, I don't think so. Not directly. Um, I, I was more I was more protective of her in making the threats. Yeah. <laughs> um. But her friends. Um. In, so in sixth grade. Um. So. Our schools were kind of interesting. Um, elementary stopped at fifth grade. Then we had a middle school, then a junior high, and then high school. And high school started at 10th grade. Oh, junior wow. high was eighth and ninth, and middle school was seventh, sixth and Six, seventh. Seven. So when we finished fifth grade, everything shifted to where the middle school became intermediate and is fifth and sixth. And then the junior high became the middle school and is seventh and eighth, and then high school started at freshman. Wow. So when we transitioned to Intermediate school for me. She went to middle school, so <clears throat> so she really wasn't there. Yeah, there's okay. there's two years that we weren't in the same school, and then seventh and eighth grade we were, and I don't I don't remember that to be honest much. I I rarely saw her at this school. Yeah. Um. Except you when know, we got picked up by my sister, mm-hmm. but um. So it was mostly just in high school. So then when that happened, yeah, you know, a lot of us grew up. There's still a couple of people that you know would try and pick on me and stuff like that and i had made some some friends that were pretty pretty big you know uh foot you know, not fat but they were fo- you know football players and stuff yeah and they knew my sister and so you know they got to talk to me we became friends They're like hey if anyone screws with you just let us know i was like oh like, and cool this ahead. was in freshman year high school okay. yeah sorry i'm mean, you yeah, just kind of jump around i'll give timelines yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um I was like, yeah, you know, like, cool. You know, I really appreciate it and stuff like that, but. So
0: everyone, everyone knew that. Yeah. Okay. Was it like obvious or did you have a cane or like,
1: what what was No, I. Everyone knew they couldn't see. Yeah. It was just, you know, rumor, rumor spread, you know, not even so much rumor, but it's like, Hey, you know, Daryl has trouble seeing. And I was allowed to wear a a cap in school to help with the glare. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I kind of stuck it like a sore thumb and um. But yeah, I mean, everybody in my grade knew. Everyone in my sister's grade knew. It, basically, everyone I went to elementary school knew. Mm-hmm. And then, just as time went on, you know, everybody would kind of know. Like, like I had enlarged papers um, and stuff like that. <clears throat> um, I'd leave five minutes early uh, to go to my next class, which I didn't really need, but just wanted to get to leave out of class early, <laughs> <laughs> especially lunchtime. Hell yeah! So it was just pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't scream that I was blind or anything like that because I had my vision was very functional um just if you knew me or knew about me like you knew that i was blind in my right eye and stuff like that so you, didn't, you didn't need a cane or nothing like that at no point. no okay. nothing at all <clears throat> i didn't i didn't need anything until after after high school um excuse me
0: after high school <clears throat>
1: yeah oh. yeah i went blind after high school but senior year i had to use a magnifying glass to focus because they removed some scar tissue you and uh <laughs> yes. hey, come here, good girl Yes, it's very exciting. Um, <laughs> um so Oh shit, I don't remember the same.
0: Um high school senior year.
1: So oh, yeah. Okay, so this is where
0: the fun begins. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Was... So high school let me tell you something about high school. <laughs> Guys, uh we start noticing we have nah, this is this is not gonna be a PC podcast. This is not gonna be well, I mean, it is, but it's not <laughs> what am I gonna it's, watch it's, my language? This is real life. We guys, as guys in high school, we realize we have dicks. No, come here. And we realize, oh, there's something going on down there. <laughs> Do that remind me of uh, Team America? <laughs> what? What part? But just get fucked by dicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. We, uh you know, and we start noticing that something's going on down there. Um, we start exploring ourselves. start realizing, you know, who we like or you know. Um, so how did that? <laughs> I mean you you were a chick magnet. I mean you still yeah. are, you know, <clears throat> g- girls are always all over you. Um how did, how did that affect like being blind? Did that have any effect whatsoever? <laughs> did girls like it's okay, I don't care you can't see. I'll see for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I, I mean still it wasn't an issue and um and <laughs> it made things a little easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean so okay, so I couldn't see 3D. So the only way I knew, like if a girl had big boobs is if I got a profile shot of her. It's <laughs> like it's like oh that's what they're talking about you know, so, um, my you know my first love, um, we're, we'd been dating for eh, maybe about a month, two months, mm-hmm. and we'd gone to a dance and um, some boys told their little brother to go up to her like hey you've got big boobs, and. So we're you know, I was there with her and this little three year old comes up and tells us like, Hey, you have big boobs. I was like, What? <laughs> A three year old? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, get out of here, junior's like you're probably still sucking on one. You <laughs> like, don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um so yeah, and so I was like I was like, you know, why do you say that? And she's like, Well they are and I was like, Go on. <laughs> and so later on, you know, we the topic comes up and so she shows me, I was like, yeah, yeah, you, know, you you do really do. <laughs> I it believe him. <laughs> what does Bobby Boucher so, say? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate what I, you're <laughs> showing me. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you yeah, know, I, I had my share of girlfriends and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed, you know, uh, sneaking peeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't really change much. Um I realize now as an adult that I uh, I'm very selective. I don't just kind of uh, dick my wick in any, any candle. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so I didn't I didn't whore around, which yeah, it's, it's a curse and a blessing. That that that, <laughs> that that's beautiful that it just
0: that uh, that that didn't affect your your love life, your 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 um your going your coming of age when it comes to yeah you know exploring <clears throat> and shit cause, uh. From what I've seen, I mean, I, it's you know my own perspective and what I've seen out there with with other blind people is that um a lot of them are, are don't experience that. So um, it's, it's tough. It's, it's yeah. real. It's real nice that that didn't affect you, you know, personally.
1: Yeah. When I was I was watching um that little series on YouTube, Blind Love. Yeah. It's really good, and one of the guys is I, I think he said he's never held a girl's hand, never kissed her. <clears throat> I think he's he's in his thirties. It's like man, like it sucks. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but. But um, yeah. I mean, I uh, maybe I'll get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know where he's from, but yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. There's one that's on here that on there on that show from Austin, so
1: I'll probably ask her. If she wants to be on the show. We'll see. It's possible. She yeah. <laughs> she's pretty funny, man. Um, <clears throat> but uh, have you seen that the documentary?
0: Yeah, I, I saw it on YouTube. I oh, saw okay. uh, I saw one episode, but I I got bored of it because I didn't I didn't, I wasn't watching it with the descriptive audio. Oh, okay. And I forgot there was a Shaktimati, so I got bored of it.
1: But um, I'll probably check it out Yeah, watch the whole thing. It's it's pretty good. <clears throat> um, but uh, but yeah, no. So um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I did the whole thing. You had girlfriends I dated, I partied. I didn't, I didn't party too much in high school because I was more interested in just what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, when I got out, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, t- tell, p- tell them about your band experience, because I mean, you played band. Oh yeah, and, and you know. Not a lot of blind people get to do that.
1: Yeah, so I I'm a drummer. I've been drumming for 21 years now, and um, I started band in sixth grade. And I've known for the longest time that I've wanted to be a drummer. Um, I, I got some drums for Christmas thing when I was like six. <clears throat> <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, I signed up for band, and um, I couldn't read the print, you know, or the, you know, I couldn't see the. This stuff, and l- luckily for me, it's just a rhythm. So you just like, you see a dot, and you just look with the little flags, and that'll just tell you what note you're playing. <clears throat> um, so what, what do you mean by that? Um, so for percussion, like so, playing in like you know or- orchestral band and stuff like that, for this like the snare, the cymbal, the bass drum, that's each its own note on the staff. Okay. So the snare drum is just like a constantly. So anything that's on the a line. You hit the snare. Exactly. Okay. And so if there's like a little X, like on E, and then it's like, oh, symbol. If there's something on, you know, the low F, like, oh, there's the bass drum. <clears throat> it just it just depends. It, it's all designated in the, in okay. the score. Um, but, um, yeah, so they enlarged my music for me, and um, I was able to play, and I was able to keep up with my friends. And at the end of sixth grade, I was second chair. Um my man, and, yeah, I was, I was surprised. So and I, I really liked it, and I didn't practice that much because my older sister could not stand me tapping. And it's like, well, I was like, I listen to you playing the flute and the piano. I was like, but I love those and instruments. You suck, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Actually, I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. She's actually she's <laughs> actually a fantastic musician. Yeah, um, but she's got small hands, so she can't play your piano. Um <clears throat> but um, yeah. So I mean. Seventh and eighth grade, I was in third band, and which I was like you know whatever, like you know. Um, and then in eighth grade, I was out. I missed uh, drumline uh, practice or tryouts because I was in the hospital. Um, I had a bike accident where I ruptured my small intestine, and you know again, you know, kind of getting to live a normal childhood for the most part. Um, I got I to hear run here where the other surgery started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was in and out of the hospital just like any other. Teenage boy, you know, um, probably for more severe shit. (laughs) Daryl's an overachiever. He doesn't just get scraped knees and elbows. (laughs) Yeah, I I break them. (laughs) Well, actually, in fourth grade is when I broke my elbow. So um, I wish I had an awesome story. Actually, for uh, for my bike accident, too. I was walking, going to go get someone's detention slip because I was the, you know, security or whatever you want to call them. that that, that Monday. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I was walking. And I was wearing hiking boots when well, my shoelace got caught in the hook and went down and Ooh. broke my elbow. So I walked it off just like, ah, oh, you know, when did my civic duty to go, get, <laughs> <laughs> to go get slips? And two girls from my classroom saw me fall. So on my way back, they came running out and they're like, you okay? I was like, yeah, my elbow hurts. Yeah, it wouldn't be and two little girls right? you check magnet and you... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> so the thing is, like, why were they looking out the window? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're supposed to be looking at like four plus four. <laughs> Ooh, look at that sexy little blind boy. <laughs> <laughs> look at that butt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I walk back, and you know, the teachers like, you know, uh, they said you fell. I was like, you know, are you hurt? It's like, well, my elbow hurts. So sent me to the nurse. The nurse called my parents, and made me go to the doctor. Started doing X rays and that's when I started crying. <laughs> they straightened out my arm. I was like, it's like I hate y'all right now." So sure enough, I had a fracture. So they put me in a cast, and um, it's the longest three weeks of my life. Yeah, tell about um, that. that healed up, and they had my you know my elbow at ninety degrees. So when it healed and they cut the cast off, they straightened my arm out again, and dude, man, that was worse than the break. Oh. <laughs> so that was my first. Uh, Experience with pain that was other than the eye pain yeah um, but then my bike accident um, and I'm just kind of going all over the place <laughs> um, yeah, we're, 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 we're start doing like before graduating, yeah, yeah. So, it's good. <clears throat> so my bike accident uh, I was in the hospital for 13 days no food no water um, and I was just on IVs giving me nutrients because the first six days they could not figure out what was wrong with me my stomach was so swollen that my belly button was just a line and they touch me, and it's excruciating. He has a pussy on his stomach, pretty much. <laughs> 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 they 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 cleaned it for me too. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just in pain. And so they tried and do ultrasounds on my stomach, and couldn't touch me. And so my arms are really swollen from all the IVs, and just really painful. Mm-hmm. So they put one down that goes to my aorta. Yeah, you know, not knowing like could potentially kill me, but <laughs> and they didn't know that at that time. No, no, I hadn't been officially confirmed with sticklers, and I'll, I'll get back to that that okay. in a second. Yeah. Um. So, you know, get all that done, and so while they have me sedated, they do an ultrasound on my stomach, and they're like that mass. They had seen a mass before, and they're like this mass has gotten bigger. So the doctor just like, pulls out a scalpel and just you know slices and dices, and just yeah, you a know, picture. You know, the magician. Magician with the endless handkerchief, and he's just doing that with my intestine until he finds <laughs> finds a spot. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. They they just kind of were going going in the area and just going through all my guts, trying to find a hole. And they found all the the goop that Ooh, had leaked out of me. Shit. And then um, they cut off six to nine inches of my small intestine because it had gotten gangrene. <clears throat> oh so shit! They uh, rinsed me out and sewed me up and put me back together. They, I actually I almost got a colostomy bag, a permanent colostomy bag. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that that'd have been interesting, but that'd have been fun for uh... kudos to that doctor though. Yeah, I, that shit. I don't like that guy. Was, he went. It was a post post op. Yeah, and he comes in the room and talks to me, and I'm looking at him, and you know my right eye's cocked off, and so he's I'm looking at him. He's talking to me. He's like, "You." He's like, "I'm over here," and waves at me. He's like, "I'm looking at you." He's like, "No, you're looking at the TV," and my mom was like, "He's blind in his right eye. He's looking at you with his left eye," and the doctor's probably like yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go inject some oxygen into my Final into my carotid artery <laughs> pretty much but i mean yeah i do you know, shit like that every so often <clears throat> yeah and then it's like i mean we get that all the time
0: as blind people where you know um i mean i know i get it all the time where people don't know that i'm blind like i went to the no. dentist uh a few months ago no like like last year i think and the dentist didn't was blind. She's so like oh if you see that you have cavity there and i was like ah, i'm sorry i can't see it she's like what do you mean you can't see it i'm like oh i'm i'm blind and she's <laughs> yeah. like say quiet like oh my god i'm so sorry and she was telling the nurse like why didn't you tell me <laughs> like, get fired you're like wearing sunglasses inside <laughs> he's not a douche <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah that's uh <laughs> oh, sunglasses inside is how i got uh that led to my first marriage, <laughs> <laughs> and being uh, conce- or, uh perceived as a uh, as a douche. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> no, so um, so that all happened.
0: Um, so okay, um, up to the point where you graduated high school, how many surgeries have you had that didn't include your eyes?
2: Um,
1: one. Just one. I thought it was. I think. Okay. Let's see. There's the bike accident. Yeah, yeah, it's just one just that one. that didn't involve my eyes. Okay, with, with your eyes, how many was together? altogether? together it's 30. Gee, thir- th- 29, th- 29 in your eyes? Sorry, sorry. 30 on my eyes, and total on my entire body is 34. Okay, but before high school, this was 31? Before high school, it was... Like 17-ish on my eyes? I'm sorry, not before high school. <clears throat> before graduating, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Before graduating was... 18 18? Yeah. Okay, so you still got a shit <clears throat> more to come. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so at the intro, I did say Daryl went through a lot of nasty shit. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what I mean like surgeries, and there's more, there's a lot more. So, okay, so when did you f- finally get diagnosed, or like f- when
1: they find out you have Stickler syndrome? So that happened, I was seven or eight at my retinal specialist office. <clears throat> okay, well, I, th- I thought you said they didn't know about the aorta. No, they didn't. So, all these years, I've been kind of going off of speculation. They're like, "Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of characteristics of Stickler syndrome," <clears throat> but we never actually. Yeah, all the times that they drew blood, they never sent it to get tested. So it was speculation uh, the whole time. But so
0: they didn't. They didn't officially diagnose you
1: at, th- at that time. No, <clears throat> I didn't get officially diagnosed until 2015 when I moved here to Austin oh shit so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> kind of do things a little bit backwards but that's, that's not good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, just so much stuff was happening and then you know then um, there was only one lab that would uh, that would test for it yeah so uh, and at, at the time you had to go it was in pennsylvania and you had to go over there to go get it done so let me let me put this in,
0: to, in perspective to those who are listening so you got diagnosed in 2015. yeah re-graduated high school in 2006. yeah that's straight up nine years after eye <laughs> <laughs> I, I problem started in <laughs> uh, <sighs> 95. Uh, yeah that's okay yeah. okay so after graduating <laughs> You can't put a <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's your tail. That was guitar. my guitars. Her tail hit my guitar. <laughs> it's a small tail. It's fine. Um, okay. Graduating high school. Everything was fine in high school. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. What
1: happened after high school? So, uh, my vision had diminished because they had taken out that lens. So, I was using the monocular. And Oh, not monocular. Monocle. Sorry. I was the uh, the Monopoly guy, guys. And um, Or the peanut guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't exist anymore. He got... No, yeah. he came back to life
0: Oh, really? Yeah Oh Hey, well, girly Good for you hey, he came back to life Yeah, in the, in the new Super Bowl commercial He oh. died, but they
1: brought him back to life Interesting
0: but Look at it with some of those
1: beans. <laughs> Some of them beans? Yeah. yeah, some of them beans Oh are good, right? Yeah, man I meant to get like a quarter of a pound Oh, wait it's harder with the headphones on <laughs> Oh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm way off <laughs> All right, we're back Sorry, guys <laughs> Snack time Um um, oh yeah, I meant to just get like a quarter pound and I pulled the lever and just pff, <laughs> and I got a pound and a half. I was like, mm, <laughs> this is going to last a while. Steven will like these. <clears throat> yes. Uh, so back on topic. Mm-hmm. Um, high school, right? Graduate, yeah, so high, graduate school. high school. So I could still see, but my vision was about 2200 and then I would use the monocle to focus. And my fingers, my middle finger, ring finger and pinky finger would go numb like after a couple of seconds and it looked it to my eye. So I asked them to re-implant a lens, and so they did September 10th of 06. And, um, yeah, things were okay. My cornea was really swollen, so sight didn't come back um, very quickly. I think it, I started to be able to see after two weeks after the surgery, <clears throat> but everything was super, super hazy. And then um, my girlfriend at the time had a really rough night, and she was just bawling on the phone. And um, i had had four Red Bulls that day. I don't know how the hell I, I survived that day. Uh, I had four Red Bulls, just one after the other because I thought they tasted good. <laughs> it, it wasn't for the energy. So they tasted good. Yeah. And I got sick later on. I threw up. And my eye was still weakened from the surgery. That The blood vessels in my eyes hemorrhaged. And that was it but this was was this
0: the christmas one or this was before that
1: this w- oh i forgot about the christmas one that was that was senior year in high school okay. um this was after that this okay, was tell us, tell us
0: about the christmas one
1: so christmas uh, man. this is, okay
0: senior <clears throat> we're going back to senior yeah high
1: senior school. senior year so november 29th of oh five. ask me how i remember i don't know um <laughs> i had a surgery to remove some of the scar tissue and it ended up hemorrhaging <clears throat> and so i had blood in my eye and so i was blind Um, a week later the doctors did another surgery and essentially they put two needles in my eye one was um, injecting saline the other one was sucking it out so they can try and get all the blood out Mm -hmm. didn't really work but you know kudos for trying and so for the entire month of December I was blind so I I didn't go to school all of December and um, officially with both eyes right yes yeah I've been blind out of my right eye my right eye since third grade and now this is my first glimpse of blindness uh my senior year at seventeen um so all that happened, and you know i was i adapted decently, you know, I was able to get around my my parents' house well um I counted steps at the time it took me twenty seven steps to Get from the stairs to the kitchen light, <laughs> Um and I don't remember like what step I'd pivot on, but you know I had all that down to science. It's it incredible. <laughs> That's great. Um, And then um my brother proposed to my sister in law on Christmas, and you know it was a good celebration. And then at the end of it, at the end of the night, oh, dear, I broke down crying because yeah, I missed I missed something that was at the time to me is extremely important. You know. Yeah. And my oldest sister was there at the time, and. Growing up, I didn't like her. Yeah, you know, she knows this, so that's why I'm, I'm okay to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she she knows why. And you know, all, it's all water under the bridge. Yeah. But um, but the one thing I could always count on was that if I was upset or after surgeries, like she was like second mom. Yeah, she was always taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried, she cried. She she tried tickling me one time, and uh, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they the the breathing tube had had hurt my throat. Oh. And so she tickled me, and so I laughed, and it it made me cry. And so she was she was crying. She felt bad. She heard me like it's okay. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she heard me crying. So she went up to my room, and you know, she actually she helped like you know she comforted me and you know, was hugging me and stuff like that. And yeah, um, it was nice. And the next day I woke up <laughs> like I shit you not, man. It's like I could see perfect, and from not seeing anything from. Completely nothing to waking up, and everything was sharp. I could. And what like, day was this? December twenty sixth. Okay, the, <clears throat> the literally the day after Christmas, and um, I got my sight back, and I could read the newspaper at arm's length. Like I could read that fine print. So I, how how was how that <clears throat>
0: feeling like to getting, getting your sight back?
1: Man, it's incredible. I mean, just being able to see everything—it's it, just super sharp. I'd never had vision like that in my life, and it's it's noticeable. Um, and the crazy thing is I didn't have a lens in my eye. They, they had to take it out. Yeah. So, um, oh no, it, let us see. No, yeah. Cause they had implanted one and they had to take one out. So, um, so yeah. So my, my prescription or yeah, my refraction was positive 12 and I could see perfect. So from that day till the end of January, <clears throat> completely reversed and so uh, a little bit more than a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my refraction went to negative twelve. couldn't <laughs> <Kennedy's> see shit, <Damn. laughs> so and that was just cornea swelling and stuff like that and so that was the first signs that my cornea was uh, was dying <clears throat> yeah. so December was a tough month um on my entire family as well um <clears throat> it affected my parents really hard i I don't know to what extent, but how like how they take it like I know you don't know what to work, at what
0: extent but yeah. like what was how did you know it was affecting them. We had a family meeting. Oh.
1: So when I, I my... I thought
0: that was only like a white people thing. No, no,
1: my family was. <laughs> if there's some, if something major, we need to talk about something. And I remember when I was little, we'd do fire drill. <clears throat> uh, At home? Well, not not fire drills, but like we'd have a, a fire escape plan and stuff like that. Man, we didn't have so, any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. A fire, you <clears throat> get your ass out. Ain't no one saving you. <laughs> it was more like you get out and this is where you meet so nobody runs in and dies. So we, like we would you know, the instruction was get out of the house. My brother lived on the, the bottom floor, so if we had to jump, he'd catch us or he'd go and run and get the ladder. We had a, we had a
0: different ex- escape plan. <laughs> we, uh, first of all, we didn't have a smoke detector. Uh, we didn't have a fire, uh, what's it called, those uh, spray thingies? Uh, fire extinguisher? Fire extinguisher. <clears> See, I don't even know the name of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, one of those red cans. We didn't have any of those safety things. uh the room that I lived in, in the back, it only had one door in, one door out, so I wouldn't know of any. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was in the back, so uh, luckily nothing happened. Mm-hmm. No one's, nothing's ever happened, but like, uh, I'm knock on wood, hopefully nothing ever does, but we didn't have any, we were, man, we grew up different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I don't know, I guess part of that just, um, my dad started dental school before, like a week, a few weeks before I was born, so um, my mom being very, mom. yeah. You know, she, she ran a tight shift, so my brother and my older sister helped, you know, take care of uh, Erica and I. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think it's just kind of, kind of the thing. You know, they they had responsibility of us, and, and yeah. to a certain extent. Okay, so the so, uh, family meeting. Oh, yeah. So what happened there? Um, we had a family meeting, and my parents just basically told us that they, they were kind of struggling. They had been arguing and stuff like that, and because uh, of you. Not necessarily because of me, but they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so, when I first have started having surgeries when I was little, uh, my mom told me she cried at all of my surgeries and stuff like that. And it took a, a big toll on both of them. Um, I don't know about my dad because the first time I ever saw him cry was when our dog died. Um, but <clears throat> I'm sure it was, you know, a time for him. Walk it off. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. You know, my my dad didn't have time to uh, you know to cry. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, are you crying no allergies Fuck you're crying <laughs> I, just, I just got some fur in my eye <laughs> um <clears throat> you could <can> cry no. <laughs> i'll cry with you <laughs> so um so yeah, so i mean i think it's just all the stress not knowing what to do yeah you know um my my emotions i i don't know how i dealt with it and I realize now. Oh, well, I'll tell you in a little bit. But <clears throat> uh, what I say I'm I'm more logical than I am emotional. Yeah. And when I am emotional, it doesn't last very long. And I think I think part of it, all of that time of, uh, you know, when I went blind, you know, my girlfriend broke up with me two weeks later. I was having surgeries every month. You know, life fell apart. You know, for the first time, <clears throat> and so I cried a lot during that time. And okay. you know, when everything you know was said and done. Like I don't cry anymore. Like if I do Yeah. Five, ten seconds and then I'm done. And then maybe another five, ten minutes later, five texts. I mean I'm, yeah. a,
0: I'm gonna I'm to talk about that later, because that's like a funny story for me. Yeah, I was going to say uh, I was like, but, you know. <laughs> okay, so okay, so they told you they uh they were struggling mentally, yeah. emotionally or?
1: I think emotionally. Okay. Um it was just, just so much stress on them. Yeah. Um
0: and did y'all like have a plan like, okay, Daryl, like it's not 'cause of you it's not your fault <laughs> or did, what what they say?
1: Pretty pretty much is oh Hey, explosive. Um <clears throat> they um they just told us like, hey, you know, we just want y'all let's let let you all know like we're we're struggling right now and just told me like it's not because of you, it's just a situation, we don't know what to do or you know, and things like that. And you're just putting us in the loop. So yeah. um
0: I think that's a good thing because I, I, I don't know. I've never had the experience of – well, I mean, I, I did because my parents didn't know what to do with me after. And I was already old, though. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's plenty of parents that don't know how to handle or, like, I don't want to say deal with, but yeah, don't know what to do in a situation with a blind uh, child, I guess.
1: Exactly. And when it just happens like that, it's yeah. you know, there's, there's preparation. And the crazy thing is I was not expected to go blind. I suppose you know, they're like, oh, yeah, you're stable. You'll be like this for the rest of your life. So in public school, you know, I had you know essentially what they do at uh the rehab center at Chris Cole <clears throat> teaches Braille, living skills, um, Jaws and all that stuff. It's <laughs> like, I don't need this. Like, I, you yeah. Know, oh, so I, you didn't you didn't learn any of that stuff when you know, I, I resisted. Okay. So they gave me O and M in fourth grade and they're like, Oh, they're like you're not gonna need this so So in hindsight, do you think uh
0: hypothetical Like, do you think that would have probably helped your parents um yeah. not resist like if you didn't resist all that do you think that would have helped your parents along the way like oh, not to yeah. struggle emotionally, mentally?
1: Oh yeah. <clears throat> and that was me being stubborn. <clears throat> and uh it would have paid off dividends, you know, um in me as an adult. <clears throat> but I still I still got the training. Yeah. Um, okay, you
0: know. so after
1: they told you that
0: what, what was the next step for you guys? What did you
1: do? Next step was just to basically, everyone was just supportive as a family. Um, and that was it. I mean, we just kind of took it a day at a time. Okay. Um, I was going to doctor's appointments every week <clears throat> just to see what the progress of right? I, okay. yeah, Just to see what the progress of the blood and all that stuff was. And yeah, then I just got my side back. And then two days later, I had an appointment. They're like, oh, all the blood's gone. It's like, mm-hmm, Christmas miracle, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and okay, so
0: all right, so this is the Christmas time. Okay, then yeah, Christmas of 05. after this, this is the whole Prissy thing,
1: right? Prissy and I were still together at that time. Okay, so that's so, that's the first love. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Yeah. So that was Christmas. Christmas of '05. She was there with me through all of it, and um, which is amazing. We so we started dating uh, in April of '05. <clears throat> then in March or June, uh, we went to San Antonio to go watch Stomp that, uh, I think it's a musical or something yeah. like that. And so my brother invited us to go. So we went and right off the bat, she was helping me at the, uh, it's majestic theater. <coughs> You're really you need water? Really, huh? You need water? Anything? Um, no, it's just the coffee.
0: Sorry. Uh, no, but, no, you, I mean, if you want, you can get some water. You?
1: Okay. Um, now just, I'll drink some more coffee in a second. Okay. Um, but, uh, um, so, yeah, I went to go see a oh, stop. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and the theater was really dimly lit. So, I, And I had very hard times with uh, light transitions. So, she was helping me with everything. And my brother and my sister-in-law were really impressed. Like, you know, there's this little 14-year-old girl, you know, helping him. And she doesn't have to. Like, you know, she could just do whatever, you know? This was before high school? This is this yeah. was in high like, school. Oh, this was, oh, in high school. Okay, before you graduated. Yeah, this was okay. between junior and senior year. Okay. Um, when Prissy and I had just started dating. Uh, give me a quick second. Sure. Damn, that's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, just showing, like, you know, compassion and that blindness didn't mean anything. And, yeah, I wasn't blind, but I was still visually impaired and stuff. Um, Spoke a lot about her. And then when I officially went blind, eh, things kind of changed. But, you know, I mean, she... It's nothing on her. I mean, she's just she's still just a kid. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. broke up two weeks after I went blind. Um,
0: and okay, so y'all broke up, and it wasn't the result of
1: you being blind. No. Okay, so uh, make that it was, clear, because it's just I don't want people to tarnish her name. Like you're a fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. It had nothing to do with her uh, with me being blind. It was just circumstances, and to this day, we still don't know why. Yeah, we don't know why we broke up. Who broke up with who? It's stupid. It's so stupid. we like, like, who did it? It's Like, I don't know. We just stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she'd call me, you know, every month, and yeah, to this day, yeah, she still still has a thing for me. Um, first love, you know. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but um, she'd call me frequently to the point where I had to block her number to keep my sanity. And she'd tell me about a new boyfriend she got, and I was like, I don't need to know this shit, <laughs> you know. Um, and I don't really know what what her angle was with that, but. Um, so I was dealing with that, you know, her calling me several times and you know, all the surgeries and my best friend at the time, <clears throat> his method to curing things was drinking and I didn't know any better. So, but it took me to a place where I didn't remember anything. And you and were 18 at this point? Yeah. yeah okay. I was 18. So from 18 to 19, so from October of 06 to December of 08, I could safely call myself an alcoholic at that time um i was drunk maybe three to four times a week um and it's a really hard position for my parents because they don't want me out there drinking Mm -hmm. but they don't want me stuck at home in isolation and stuff like that so it's a double-edged sword i get to go out with my friends and have a good time but we're all college boys you know yeah you know um and some of us looked old enough to buy beer so some some of our friends were old enough, so we we're, we're always partying hard, <laughs> um, and so that's when a lot of crying happened. Like when I'd get drunk, emotion would come out. Yeah, and it was good because that's the only way I could get stuff out. <clears throat> and I I don't think I've ever cried that much in my life, to be honest. So um, would you say at this point you, you you dove deep into depression? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to be honest, I don't remember any. Of that time, I just know some of the stories and the fact that I was drunk all the time and that I was hurting. That's all I I remember for that time. And I like to think I have a good memory. I I have a situational memory, like I can remember exact events, like how it made me feel and stuff like that. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so in that, I don't remember any of it. Uh, I remember the fun stuff, but the bad stuff is it's it's okay. I,
0: I remember you telling me something about a part where you went into the field with something. Um was that around that
1: time? On into the field? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yes. And do you want to talk about that or no? No. <clears throat> uh <clears throat> um <clears throat> You okay? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. You don't, uh okay. Just maybe I should smart. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know if you're you're getting emotional. Nah, no, no, okay. not
1: at all. I mean, I guess. I guess I could out with it because that part of my life is completely gone. So I mean, you're a lot different
0: from what you, you told me from
1: then. Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. No, and like I said, I, this
0: is the point of this podcast. Like, you don't have to say everything, but you it's, know, raw. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's raw. Yeah, it's raw. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of us went through shit. Yeah. You know, and and
1: you know, there's no sunlight without the darkness. So I be mean, exactly. And that's kind of, that's what I have represented on my tattoo with the pyramid. Yeah. So, um...
0: Yeah, you, you're more than welcome to open it, open up with that, or if not, you don't have to. I'm not uh, going to force you to do anything.
1: I think I will, because, I mean, I've told people, I haven't told some of my family members, but a lot of you know, close people know. Yeah. So, when all this was going on, doctors were telling me, you know, hey, you're never going to see again. Girlfriend, was, or ex-girlfriend was yanking my chain, I think unintentionally, and... I just, I didn't, you know, as a kid, it's like, you know, there's no life for me. <clears throat> so I had a hunting rifle and I actually loaded it and went outside and had it cocked. And, uh, it's like, you know what? It's like, if I do this, some coyote's going to come and eat me and I'm going to end up being shit. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a shitty person, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, that was, that was part one thing I thought of, but my main thing was like, you know, it was like, how can I do this to mom and dad? Like after everything they've done for me. Like they just built this house and I'm going to go soil it with, you know, with, with my brains. Like, no, no. And yeah, you know, them finding me and just, just, I had experience with some friends committing suicide and I couldn't do that to my parents. So I aimed my rifle South fired, felt really good. actually. I mean, it it's such, it feels so good to shoot a gun, um, packed it up and I've never thought of doing it again.
0: <clears throat> so, what were you feeling at that moment, that exact moment when you were
1: sitting there with the, with the rifle? Um, before I was at rock bottom. Just there's there's no way up. There's no way out of this hole. Like my life is over. <clears throat> and when I just sat and thought, it's like you know what? It's like it's not that bad. And kind of kind of metaphorically, you know, you turn around, kind of take it, take a look at what all is around in your life. And that's when you see the ladder that you can crawl out of.
0: And what made you what made you see uh you know, the lack of a better
1: term? What made you see the light? Um, I knew I was loved <clears throat> by my family and they, you know I'm not very good at uh expressing my emotions. I just bottle up and then I explode. Yeah. So they they knew that I was going through a tough time. They didn't know how tough it was. My brother had a few insights um he knew when i was becoming unstable um <clears throat> and so he'd talk with me and you know we'd spend time and you kind of get me back on track so yeah just just knowing that and just thinking about my family and it's like I'm, i'll never do this and uh so yeah i i put the gun away and uh the only times i've touched it is when we're going out to go hunting and that's it i have no desire to uh to get one <clears throat> um and so, <laughs> what? I did. did Ray re- hit your mic. Yeah, yeah
0: she's <laughs> <laughs> she just like collapsed on it. She yeah she, I, she
1: she moved. I think she she kicked out a little bit. <laughs> Sorry guys. So okay, she's she's a youngin. So this 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 <laughs> was this the point where
0: you said you hit rock bottom. Was this the point where you started going up? Like yeah, like all like. So, from the day you you realized like you you you're, were blind you're going mm-hmm. blind you started going down 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 to that point in that field with the rifle yeah <clears throat> you realized you were loved and you know there is hope yeah and things started going up exactly okay talk about after that after that moment right there
1: so after that i just started kind of trying to be become more mentally tough and yeah you know, they say like you know that it's, somebody's got it worse and you know it could be worse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped saying it could be worse because I'll tell you why after a while. But um, <clears throat> um, yeah, so I mean, I started hanging out with some different friends and uh, they didn't like drinking. They're real into to health and stuff like that. Oh, so you, and,
0: you actually changed everything, even the people you hung out with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because I knew the route that I was going is is the same. It's so predictable. I was going to get drunk. It's going to be hungover as hell. And do it again the next day, and nothing. Nothing against those guys. Those guys just loved what they did. They loved to have a good time. Just I wasn't in a state where that was good for me. Yeah. So I <clears throat> just had to focus on myself, focus on school, and I stopped drinking. I mean, I, I drink every so often, but it was nowhere near as heavy as, as it had been when I was hanging out with my previous friends. Okay. And. Um, <clears throat> I got out a lot more, went to San Antonio a lot more with my, my, my other friends. And things were good. You know, I was stable. Um and then I started hanging out with some other friends in November. So so I started hanging out with my friends Sessod and David in August. They were in a couple of my classes in college and I knew them from high school. I actually I knew Sessod from third grade. He's he's crazy. <laughs> so at this point, you were going to college in San Antonio yeah. already, or, or no, no, no Alice? this was still in Alice. Okay, uh, this was still in '07. Okay, so <clears throat> so this is August of '07. I'd met Cesad and David, and started hanging out with them a lot, and then um, I yeah, just kind of did my thing. You know, <clears throat> uh, I don't remember much going on there. And then um, I started hanging out with some friends again, or kind of kind of my old my old friends, but some of the. Uh, the guys had shortened out because, uh, you know, drunken fights and, you know, drama. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a girl that used to like me in high school that was hanging out with us. And uh, so I started hanging out with them. I had a crush on her, too. And uh started hanging out, started drinking again. But this time I wasn't an emotional wreck. I was just, just pounding the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And then I met Natalie. <clears throat> um, I met her in December. Is her roommate's birthday surprise birthday party, and my sister's best or her roommate was my sister's best friend from high school so not getting too far into her business, but alcoholism had affected her life drastically as a kid, <clears throat> and um I was kind of interested in her, so I was like well, if I'm gonna be worth this girl's time, I need to stop drinking, I need to stop doing all the shit I'm doing um, and clean up.
0: So, it did. so Natalie ended up being your first wife. So Okay. Yeah. So meeting Natalie, um, well, you change your friends. Yeah. You started realizing, you know, you're not drinking for depression anymore. You're drinking just to, just to. Social.
1: Social, <clears throat> social drinking. Yeah. Just have fun with my friends. You know, do the college thing. You know, get drunk with friends, have a good time, whatever. But it, it w- I wasn't running from pain anymore. Okay. Um, so. <clears throat> all right. So you had the party. Uh, There's a girl there then I had I had just bought a camera uh, because there's still potential hope that I could get my side back so I was taking pictures of everything so um, my friend Addison the one that you met he was at the party and so um, Natalie took a picture of my sister and uh, her roommate or uh, on my sister's Erica Mary is the connection between me and Natalie so she's taking a picture of Mary Erica and I and then she's trying to give me my camera back, and so she's holding it out to me, and I was, you know, well, not that I wasn't looking, but, you know, she was talking to somebody else, and then she looks at me and like kind of like the hello and kind of like gestures with the camera, like like here's your camera, douchebag. And so Addison comes up and gives her an ugly look and takes the camera and puts it in my hand, and she's like, Oh, he's blind. <laughs> and so the, the night before, they're at Walmart, and Mary had asked her like, Hey, is it weird to just go up to a blind person and be like, Hey, it's Mary, and stuff like that? So um natalie kind of put two and two together at that time that mary was talking about me yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so natalie thought it was cute she laid it on real thick i didn't see it <laughs> so uh um, it's not a blind joke yeah yeah <laughs> i had no idea and uh okay explain how um well like
0: my, i know like whatever happened to you but i i, yeah. I, st- I still find this story a, a pretty cute story
1: my uh, pina colada was low and so she's sitting on my left side, and she's you know she's kind of like flies on shit with me, which I'm not complaining uh, right at the time. And uh, <laughs> so she got up and she like kind of rubbed her hand, like went from one shoulder to the other. She's like, "Do you need another pina colada?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, <yeah>, tender. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here playing Zuma Zuma, and she's asking me if I want a, a new pina colada. <laughs> and then, um, so then when it comes to. Um, I think we started playing poker after a while. When it comes time for me to play against somebody, she's offering to read my cards instead of like, yeah, you know, my sister helping me. She's like, Oh no, I'll do it, I'll do it. It's like Okay, thanks. That's awfully nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh she noticed you know, I was texting some of my friends and so she's like, Oh, how do you do it? I was like, Oh I like this. She's like, Oh, well, text me real quick and show me. It's like Okay. You know, so texted her not knowing that she'd give me her number, not realizing it. Yeah. And so we ended up texting the whole night until like three in the morning. Um and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The rest was history. <clears throat> we had a crush on each other, and we started dating a month later.
0: Where was this part? Because I, the the restroom part where <laughs> the I want to tell a story. Cause that's
1: a funny story, where you had that you like. You I think either you ate too much or oh okay okay yeah. okay okay so before the party I was starving. <laughs> and this is probably gonna gross y'all out, but I don't really care. I went to Subway. It was two miles away from the house. I got a foot long pepperoni and turkey sandwich with jalapenos, and I had some mustard, and I think a little bit of Parmesan cheese, and I got a bottle of Coke, uh, Coca Cola. All of that was gone before we got to the house. So, I had all <laughs> that's that. where the party was, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, so there's that, and then there's snacks at the party. So I was still eating and drinking, whatever. So when we were leaving, Natalie was next to me talking to me and just talking and talking. And my stomach was like, and I was like, oh, I must be hungry. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's like, oh, let me get you some snacks. I was like, okay. (laughs) So she gets me some snacks. I eat all of them, trying to be nice. And then Mary comes and is talking to us. And my stomach just, it was like, oh my God. Like. I was like, "Give me, like, give me a bottle of wine." I'm like, "Why?" Because I need a bottle of that cork. Like, no joke. <laughs> you know? So, um, oh, man. So the Mary's like, "Oh, you still so hungry. Like, let me get you some more snacks." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I eat all that food, and then I tell Erica's like, "Hey," he's like, "I'm about to blow shit all over this place. Like, we gotta fucking go." You know, it's like if you want to keep your dignity in mind, I was like, "Let's go." So then we're leaving, and so uh, Natalie wants a hug for me. So I give her the bro hug, like you know, just one one arm across the <laughs> shoulder. She wanted a, a bigger one. It's like fuck, and I was like, you squeeze me, I'm gonna fart all over the place. You know? <laughs> so uh, so we book it. I'm I'm clenching, and uh, we get in the truck. I could not fart to save my life. <laughs> like, my sister had to pull over, and I it outside, and uh, finally, okay. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> all right, you guys met. Um, Thanks, the guys. whole camera thing. Um, poker, you got your number. You know, girls, if you're out there listening, um, want to talk to a blind person, do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, y'all got that. Y'all, y'all did the first initial meetup, <clears throat> involved blindness. Okay, what happened after all that stuff? Um, you can skip over some things if you want to. It's, it's not relevant or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: um. As far as that, uh, we just you know, became boyfriend girlfriend a month later. <clears throat> Uh, at yeah. this point, did you... Oh, you didn't move to San Antonio yet, right? No, not moved okay. yet. So this was <clears throat> January of 08. We started dating. And um, I was still going to school in Alice. And so every other weekend, she would come over or I'd go to San Antonio. And then I ended up staying like the whole month of May <clears throat> looking for an apartment. Then I found one and I moved in July of 08. Um, I never stayed at that apartment. I was always at hers. And then... Um, <laughs> then she moved out and moved into my apartment with me. Um, I know there's a bunch of static about that. You know, it's just yeah, it's stupid. And then uh, that was in like February of '09 when she moved in with me. And then in May of 09 I went to GDB and got my first guide dog, Egypt. Okay. And Talk <clears> about <throat> that experience. You flew GDB, guide dogs for the blind. Yeah. So I had been looking. So I could not figure out UTSA to save my life, to get around by myself. So Natalie was taking me back and forth from building to building class to class. And one semester her professor was like, Hey, if you're late, you're late, you're locked out. And so she told him the circumstance and he's like, I don't care. He's like, you're still late. You can't come into my class. So I didn't know this till later on in the semester. And so she would have to run from my class to hers. Yeah. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So, which was, you know, a big sacrifice. Um, And so she told me, she's like, Hey, I'm really stressed out. Like, we need to get you a guide dog or something.
0: And at this point, you still didn't have as much as cane skills as you should have, right? No, I didn't. Okay. I not have any.
1: My own instructor sucked. Okay, <laughs> absolutely sucks. He wanted me to like figure stuff out. Is like, well, how am I going to figure it out? Like, I I have no fucking chloromat. I have no understanding of the layout of the school. Like, you know, it's just like I don't know. It's it's like telling a guy, it's like telling an illiterate guy to go read Mandarin Chinese. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So. Okay. <clears throat> um so, man, this coffee's making me sweaty. <laughs> um, can you, some want, more you, co- want, you want to open the door? Nah, nah. get us some more coffee beans. Oh, um, and then, um, so we we were looking at all the schools and we actually looked at guy dogs in Texas. Um, but it was, um, I think their wait time was five years at that time. Um, let's <clears> see. <throat> So,
0: um, so guide dogs in Texas, uh, a lot of you may not know. Um, it's their own Texas has their own uh guide dog school, it's for people who live in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and so we looked at GDB. I don't know what sold me on them, but I didn't apply it anywhere else, just them. I was like, I knew. Sorry, these things are good. You're um, <clears throat> so. Uh, I got accepted in January. Um, kind of bullshitted through o and <laughs> I don't know why they got let me through. I, all I did was walk on the sidewalk and had my cane trailing the edge of it. <laughs> and I walked from my apartment to the gym at UTSA. I crossed UTSA Boulevard. A bunch of crazy stuff. I don't know how I did it. but I So, did.
0: before you go in, you you have to have mm. decent ONM and skills, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. You have, you have to be able to get yourself out of a paper bag. At this point... I could with a rope. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in. I got accepted in January and then um, to go into class May 25th. And this is the old training system where they is a, a month long class. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did it, dude. <laughs> I do not know. Um, but went in May 25th. They gave me Egypt May 28th. Okay, talk about that. <clears throat>
0: First meeting Egypt, because this is, this, is this is his first guide dog. His very first guide dog at the age of, what,
1: 18, 19? How uh 20. 20, okay. Yeah. Just a few months shy of being able to go to Napa Valley. I was so bummed out. Um, hang on, let me put these beans up. <laughs> Come on. All right. So, um I flew to GDB and um, was there. um. <clears throat> Doing Juno walks and you know, getting familiarized with all this stuff. What is a Juno walk? People don't know. Oh, sorry. A Juno walk is whatever school's proprietary um, harness, um, either wrapped in a rug or, or uh, like have, has a, um, a rug inside of it to simulate a dog. Um, or the instructors have, you know, they, they just hold it and guide it. So um,
0: So you're basically walking with a leash
1: with no dog. Or a harness, a harness. no dog, <clears throat> exactly. And you yeah. have uh, an instructor simulating what it would feel like to have a dog sniffing, you know, speeds, turns, halting, um, distractions, and all that stuff. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> so it's doing judo, and then they have a thing called a wheeler, which is a dog mannequin type deal with a harness on it, um, but it's got wheels, so they just roll around and. Um, <laughs> That must be weird to people walking. Like, that. What? No. Well, that, luckily that one was all, all in the, uh, in the building. Oh, okay. they, they had this new one though. It's a, it's a dog simulate simulation. Uh-huh. The instructor's holding a, a handle and they're kind of behind you. And then you're holding the harness handle and your leash is connected. And it's just like walking with a dog, dude. It's cool. That's crazy. Um, it's really smooth too. <clears throat> um, so did Juno and, um, I told them I wanted a big female. Uh, I grew up with German shepherds my whole life, and mm-hmm. to me, German shepherds are small. So I was like, you know, I want a big female. I don't want something that I'm gonna have to be babysitting all the time, I'm gonna be getting after. I don't want it. You know, just it's so my my first indoor dog of my life. I had yeah. no idea what to expect. Um, so they gave me Egypt, and she walked in the room, licked my hand, and sat between my legs and looked back at me, and I was in love. <laughs> just. <laughs> Oh, man. I, 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 I how I told you like I can relive the emotion stuff like it just yeah mm, it was incredible and I trusted her right off the bat and at the time I was a very slow walker uh, when I could see I was a slow walker my family makes fun of me and my dad for it and um, me too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they gave me Egypt and his, she was the perfect speed. It's like like hell yeah. It's <laughs> like it's like I am rocketing everywhere, but you know it's just kind of a mosey, but yeah, you know, it felt good. Yeah. Um and yeah, so we went through the whole month long uh, process and um How
0: long is has it changed since then? Like the
1: the, yeah, the, the, the length, I guess? Before it was twenty eight days and now it's two weeks. Okay. So um we fly in on Sunday, class starts the first Monday. And then <clears throat> you graduate on the Saturday. year you know, before is four weeks. Um, I went in May 25th. I graduated June 20th. Okay. Um, and then <clears throat> um, nowadays I went in February 9th and graduated February 22nd. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it was, it was really good. We got to experience a lot of different things. And um, Egypt was a great uh, first time, uh, guide dog Beginner user. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beginner dog. So she didn't have a ton of confidence, um, which made it a little bit difficult to explore new areas if I didn't have a cane. And at the time, I, I don't know why I never did it. You know, I, I do it now. It's like, Oh, this is like, this is so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, probably helps that my girlfriend's a no and instructor, but we're not going to go there, <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, so, um, so yeah, so okay, she, so, okay, she changed my life. Like <clears throat> we got to UTSA, boom. It's just like everything fell into place, knew exactly what I need to do, where to go. And I tell her like, Hey, let's go to science. So she'd take me to the science building and let's go to Spanish. So she'd take me to the room where our Spanish class was, or let's go to history. She'd take him to history. Um, I didn't tell her there's a building called the business building. I didn't tell her that because to go to the bathroom is do your business yeah so uh, I think I'd tell her let's go to BB and then um, you know vice, you know same thing I'd like let's go find this class let's go find that one yeah. <clears throat> and she'd kill it and the coolest thing that ever happened so I, I got was get an O instruction back in 2014 and we went to North Star mall and Egypt had never been there and so she and I told her you know we'd go to La Contheta. these are malls in San Antonio uh, for people that don't know. They might know
0: uh, North Star now. Yeah, yeah. North Star <laughs> no, is uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> ground
1: zero of uh, Corona in San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so I would always go to the Apple store at La Cantera, and I'd tell it, Egypt, find Apple. Straight to it. So we're at North Star Mall, complete opposite side of the Apple store, and my church was like, well, you know, where do you go? I was like. Typically, just the Apple stores. Like, I hate shopping. No. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, do you think Egypt can find it? And it's like, maybe. Like, Bitch, watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah, exactly. It's like, I was like, maybe. It's like, I've never been here. So, I just tell her, Egypt, find Apple. And she just starts walking. So, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to follow her. I have no clue where I'm going. I have no idea how the mall is set up. Turn, 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 left turn, right turn. <coughs> I smell it. We're, yeah, I was going to say, probably the smell of that guy. Yeah, we're in the Apple store. So, I'm blown away. And my other instructor was like, "Has she ever done this?" Like, no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "This is the first time." You know, the Apple Store here is like, but like, she killed it. Yeah. And man, I was so proud. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that. Um, I see. So how
0: did it... so it, it you getting Egypt, UTSA? It was for the better. Did it affect the relationship with Natalie? Did it like?
1: Um, <clears throat> it took a
0: lot of stress off of her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She
1: she was able to just do her schedule do what she had to do um, and I had Egypt so we'd meet at the car um, she was doing sports training or sports medicine at the time <clears throat> so she's always in the the training room at the school so we'd go visit every so often and then um, yeah I was able to take the shuttle um, to my apartment to the school with Egypt and no problem so it was, so much more independence for me, um, and yeah, I mean we could just go wherever we wanted for the most part as long as I knew kind of the layout and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, yeah, after that we, um, yeah, we just kind of did our own thing, and then so a few late a few years later in two thousand twelve, Natalie and I got married, and. Um, <clears throat> Shortly after we got married, <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I was taking four Benadryl a night. Was this the uh, the part that we're going to talk about the um... the other issue? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Build up to that. <clears throat> okay, so remember when I said Daryl's been through a lot of nasty shit? <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting yeah, into it, there's, people. <laughs> there's more. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Go ahead. All right. Cool. Um, so you were taking a lot of Benadryl. Yeah. So I'd take. Four Benadryl, uh, one every two hours, just to sleep through the night. And that started in February. May, I discovered melatonin. So I was able to sleep, but still not very well. And just under constant stress. I was constantly getting sick and just not sleeping, so I I wasn't going to school. So I ended up dropping uh, that semester, I think like in April. And so around that time, if I'd come home, Egypt would greet me and... Every dog has their their style of greeting, <clears throat> um, and so she'd always come up, you know, I'd call it hula dancing, and she'd rub her, her forehead on my leg and just kind of like, you know, just rub on me and, you know, get some love. But at this point, around May, April, I'd walk in the door, and she'd search me like if I just got hurt, and she's real frantic sniffing me, and I know this particular sniff and, like, investigation, because times that I did get hurt or something happened to me, she'd... Uh, there was one time when my classes were throwing a medicine ball at the wall and catching it. I missed, and it hit me in the chest, and it's like, oof. Like, you just like that. She was on the complete opposite side of the gym, and my my instructor saw it happen, and he turned to Egypt, and she just shot up and, like, looked for me, saw me, and just ran for me and <laughs> inspected me. And was like, I'm okay, I'm okay, you know? Yeah. And so um, so she kept doing this, and I was like, I'm fine. Like, you know, what's a big deal. Leave me alone. you <laughs> And she kept racking me in the nuts, which sucked so I was like, you know, I was like, like get away from me yeah. <laughs> so fast forward a couple months December of 2012 actually <laughs> hang on in May of 2012 I had appendicitis so oh yeah another not, surgery. Not, not not a big one but you know still you know still went under the blade <laughs> still a, kind of a funny story I don't know if y'all want to hear it or not yeah fuck it <clears throat> so Natalie's grandparents had a river house and it's water came from the uh from the creek that is off of yeah. the creek river so you don't drink from the pipes i completely forgot we always have jugs and bottles of water and mostly we're always just drinking beer over there <laughs> so <clears throat> i drank from the tap and my stomach started hurting later on in the evening i was like eh. i was like i just ate bad food you yeah. know and so that was on a sunday so tuesday I'm home and I'm, I'm. This is the day that I met my, my best friend uh, from San Antonio, Blaney. And uh, <clears throat> he just comes and starts talking to Natalie and I in my garage. And he's making us laugh. It's just cracking up. And every time I laugh, my stomach hurts that much more. And so it's like, whatever. And I just have gas. So I can't even go sit on the toilet for a while. Nah, nah. <laughs> so Natalie had a long day at work. So I was like, you know what? Get some sleep. I'll try and sleep through this, and we'll go to the hospital in the morning. I didn't sleep at all. She woke up at 6 to go to work. I was like, hey, I need to go to urgent care. I'm hurting really bad. So we go. and The guy does a test. They squeeze your stomach in like towards your belly button. Yeah, they push it in, right? Yeah, and then they let go, and it springs back. He did that to me, and my pain went from like a 2 to an 8. And at this point, it hurt so bad I was delusional. We ended up cutting off a bus. We ended up doing a U-turn, and it was the funniest shit ever to me. I was dying, and the car was laughing. Because we, we cut off a bus. <laughs> so long story short, I had appendicitis. They fixed me. Whatever. So um, backtracking to to fast track. <clears throat> um, December 5th, I was taking a shower. And I never check myself. Like He's like, you know, I'm blind. I've, I've had appendicitis. I've had that one in a million bike accident. Like, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. Little did I know. Rinsing the suds. I'm not gonna be PC. For instance, size off my sack, and I feel a little bump on my right nut. And literally, like the little BBs that you shoot from a pellet gun, mm-hmm. is half the size of one of those. It's like no way. So now
0: you felt that on the testicle, or you felt that on the sack itself? On the testicle. Okay,
1: it's on the the back side of it, uh, the back right side. Give me a quick second.
0: Yeah, uh, that's why you need to check yourself, guys. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's all good. Go ahead. If
1: and the thing is, it's it, testicular cancer is the most common cancer for men and it's the most survivable but <clears throat> men are so embarrassed to go get the ultrasounds and have everyone play with their nuts that <laughs> they don't get checked until it's severe it's like lance armstrong bed where it goes to your lung and your brain so <clears throat> um not this guy I, you know, I was showering my friend was actually coming over he came over i was on the phone with my mom and Natalie was like hey i found a lump i'm going to the doctor two days later i was in the doctor's office two weeks later i was in surgery i my nut cut out um <clears throat> okay so found out you had cancer yeah okay talk about that
0: how did that affect you uh your relationship family what how, what happened <clears throat> egypt so egypt noticed oh uh, right? yeah
1: so egypt egypt was the first in the know if only she could talk <laughs> um so again with all the frantic searching and stuff like that and yeah that was all going on going on so i had to go have a bunch of tests done um ultrasounds, blood work, I had to go to a sperm bank and all this stuff before I have surgery. And the only way that they can check to see if you have testicular cancer is they have to remove your entire testicle. Um, <clears throat> if they cut it, or they incise in the in the tumor, if one cell goes into your bloodstream, it goes straight to your brain or in your lungs. And so that's when it becomes deadly. <clears throat> so they have to remove it. So that happened June, not oh, June, all stupid, uh, December 19th. And um, I was officially diagnosed Christmas Eve with cancer. I had a seminoma tumor. Now, tell them how you broke the news to your family. (laughs) So when it was first happening, when I suspected I had cancer, of course, my mom got the first phone call. Um, And then when I was going to call my dad, he was with my sister. So I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to call her directly. And it's not that I didn't want to; <laughs> it's more the fact that if they got emotional, I would cry on the phone. Because what's that? Hmm? I think she's grunting. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so my sisters—I <clears throat> guess I'm really sensitive to their emotion. I can be super pissed off, and all they have to she's do is snoring. T- <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell you she's she's a big snorer. Sorry, guys, we're so, talking about dogs. Uh, dog. She's yeah, snoring. She, she's funny. a big snorer, guys. Uh, enjoy. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So, um, it, I can be pissed off to no end, and my sisters will come up to me and be like, "Mad face, mad face." And they used to say, "What do you see?" But they, they dropped that part for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but and boom, I'm, my my pissed offness is gone. I'm smiling and laughing. So, my mom knew, and then I called my dad to tell him, and my sisters in his track is like, "Dad, I found a lump. I think it might be cancer." And so Erica was there. I was like, oh thank God. Like, you know, like if she's crying, dad can handle her. You know. Yeah. Um, and then my oldest sister, I called her, and she's she's the most emotional one out of us all. <clears throat> um, she cries for hitting a bird on the street. So <laughs> so I told her she kept it together, uh, for me. Um, I know you know all of my family talked, not you know, just amongst themselves about the situation. <clears throat> and then my brother so, there's a joke that my cousin would tell us, and I've known it since I was like eight. Is what did the blind, deaf, mute kid get for Christmas? And the answer is cancer. So, being that this was happening around Christmas time, <laughs> I called my brother, I was like, hey, what did the blind kid get for Christmas? And he's like, don't you mean the blind, deaf, mute kid? I was like, no, just the blind kid. He's like, I don't know what. It's like, cancer. He's like, yeah, he's like, you messed up the joke. It's the blind, deaf, mute kid. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, this is my version. It's like, I have cancer. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, I found an, uh, or I found a lump. I'm getting tests, but more than likely I've got cancer. And he's like he's like, Wow, okay. You know? it's not and, funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that was that part. And then so the only time I cried about it, I was actually on through with my brother and my oldest sister. Mm-hmm. And uh I was like, you know, I was like, if I die, what's gonna happen to Natalie? Like who's it gonna take care of her? Like, you know, she could be okay, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she's yeah. fine. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and the good thing with her, I don't know if this is her just always being emotionally detached from me or what. But she, I mean, she was <laughs> she was solid through the entire thing. Yeah. Granted, she wasn't really around very much, but for the surgery and stuff, she was. For the sperm she was. But after that, when she didn't have to be there, she wasn't. She was at work, yeah. which which you know is understandable. Mm-hmm. But. Um, they had already made provisions for her to not show up for the next like while, but still get paid. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> I not get lost on the details. Um, and so yeah. Um, so at this point, you finally have cancer. You got the surgery.
0: Yeah. Um, are you going? Are you still going through chemo at this point? Or no? So you're going through something where like you're throwing up, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um. So
1: I I woke up from surgery. And you know when you go through general anesthesia, do you have to pee to make sure all your systems are working? I peed, I immediately started crying, <laughs> and not from pain, but just my right. Not was, shocked that you're yeah, missing something. Okay. My my right buddy was missing. <laughs> was like you know I was like am I half a man you know and um and I, was, I was I remember I was just crying like it's
2: God it's God <laughs> and there's yeah.
1: there's people in like you know, the other rooms are like what happened to that kid and they're like. Yeah, it was like, he just had his testicle removed. I'm like, oh. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> it's gone. They, I remember waking up and just felt like somebody was just constantly just kicking me and kicking me and kicking me in the nuts. Mm-hmm. They maxed me out on morphine, so they had to give me a stronger painkiller. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, left, get home. I had to go up a flight of stairs. Blaney helped me up the stairs, and I was crying to him. I was like, it's gone. My nuts gone. <laughs> yeah. And so, Yeah. And so, like I said, a little while ago, um, I was diagnosed with a seminoma tumor, which reacts amazing to radiation. So, I got lucky on that. <clears throat> and so, radiation started June or January 17th. What's with me in June? June, again. It's my birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> January 17th, I started radiation. By far the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. I'd rather get the coronavirus and go through radiation again. <laughs> Like like straight up. They did it day one. They radiated my torso um, from about an inch above my crotch to maybe about two inches from my sternum. And so all of my hair fell out of my stomach. I had an oval of no hair, and then all this hair around it, it's, it's, it looked like a mange or something. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but so the first night I did it, I remember sleeping, and in my dream I was throwing up, and I woke up covering my mouth, and I was like, holy crap, is that what I'm in store for? yeah and she managed to get worse and worse and worse so they gave me zofran it's an anti-nausea medication i have that i'd take it every morning and due to radiation i'd go home and i'd sleep for three hours i'm like this stuff sucks like like all i could eat was crackers and uh ginger ale which actually sounds really good right now (laughs) and um I haven't eaten. <laughs> Me um, either, man. We gotta get something to eat after this. Yeah, definitely. Popeyes. I'm down. Uh, um, so yeah, you you couldn't eat, and so one day I forgot my zofran, and went through radiation treatment. I'll never forget it again. It was, I was sick ten minutes out of leaving the the place, and I mean sick. Like, <clears throat> I I can't even, I can't even describe it. Just. I mean the flu, food poisoning, and any like, diarrhea, nausea, just anything you can think of. Yeah. Just put that all together, and that's what I can kind of equate it to be. <clears throat> and so, luckily at the time, my father-in-law smoked pot, so he's like, "Do you want some?" And I was like no at the time <laughs> at the time you know like smoking pause like you know that's a big no-no like you're a bad person bad person yeah <laughs> so but i was desperate so i texted and was like hey is it okay if i smoke i forgot my zofran
0: how, how old were you at this point hmm 21
1: maybe i was 24 24 okay <clears throat> so i got married at 23 cancer 24 um <clears throat> And so um, I asked her if she thought it was okay if I smoked. And She's like, whatever you got to do. So I did. And it was the best thing ever. I was able to eat steaks. I could not do anything sweet. That made me real sick. I had zebra cakes, I had some <laughs> soda. And uh, my father in law was saying the whole time I had kind of like a grayish hue to me. And after that, like I actually had like got some the pink. color back. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah, some color. Yeah. And um, so it was. It was a good day, but I I was just stoned out of my mind because I didn't smoke. So I kept leaving all my stuff. Like I'd lay on the floor. I'd leave my sunglasses <laughs> on the floor. I'd leave my hat. I'd leave my phone. So he's constantly picking up after me. He's like, I didn't care. He's like, you were up and moving. He's like, you looked good. You sounded good. <laughs> <clears throat> and so uh, he ended up giving me some. He gave me a huge amount, but he gave it to me when he's high. So. It's like, yeah, it's like you gave me a pill bottle full. It's like, no wonder all my weed's gone. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, you can have some of it back. You know, I doubt I'm gonna use all of this. <laughs> so then um I used it one other time. It was uh, the last day of my radiation treatment, is uh Blaney's girlfriend's birthday. And so I wanted to celebrate with him. <clears throat> and so um I had a little bubbler and my my sister in law was in my garage and and she's gonna go to the party. I was like, Hey, I was like, can you hang on for a second? I was like, Can I was like, Can you like this? And uh, I was like, can, can you stay here with me? She's like, why? I was like, I can't even light this on my own. <laughs> <laughs> so she packed the bowl and she lit it for me and phew, I was gone. Absolutely gone. But I felt good. Uh, so were-
0: before <clears throat> this, <clears throat> your views on marijuana was? I didn't think much of it. Uh, I didn't frown against people, but. You thought I wasn't, like, it was just a party thing. It wasn't, like, an actual, yeah.
1: I I thought it was an excuse just to get high and, you know, the whole cancer thing. And so that really showed me the light. Like, oh, like, that really does help with appetite and pain and all the other stuff. Like, I felt like a normal person.
0: That was an irrelevant question, but
1: I just want people to know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it, it is legit, folks. Like, firsthand, it's it's solely legit. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyone who has cancer is like, Hey, is like, it might not be legal, but do this. It'll make you feel better. Like, I don't, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, <clears throat> you got home, you started eating, uh,
0: so how was the healing process and what happened after <clears throat> all that? Like after, you know, you started, um, you know, you started living life
1: healing, it, the radiation took a toll. So to protect my testicle. My right or the one that was left to not sterilize me. They would put me in a lead clam case and um <clears> that's supposed to keep me shielded. Well, one day they messed up and they didn't put my testicle in it. They just had my sack in there and I got nuked. So <clears throat> that sterilized me. <clears throat> so all my swimmers are I've got an empty pool. <clears throat> um <laughs> uh there's there's some jokes that i've said before we'll probably <laughs> oh. say them later. No, no, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll later we'll get that when we meet um we meet steven <laughs> <laughs> so um but from january till may i was sick um i don't know if there's tmi if, if you have a weak stomach get over it but um i was nauseous and had extreme diarrhea from january till may
0: well that's <clears> that's all the the, the result of the radiation, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: because it kills indiscriminately. So good cells, bad cells, everything was getting killed in my torso. And I had got the cancer so early that they didn't even think the it cancer. spread. The <laughs> cancer, the the they just thought it was, uh, or we just did the radiation for precautionary reasons. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, but tough, absolutely tough. I only had to do 17 exposures. Men with prostate cancer had to do 51 exposures. I can't imagine. Haven't do it for fifty one days. Fuck. Yeah. Like my head goes off to them. Um Okay, so when did you move to
0: Austin? What year was that? Two
1: thousand fifteen.
0: When did you get cancer? Or when did all that happen?
1: Cancer was December of two thousand twelve.
0: So three years in San Antonio.
1: Oh, from that point.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay.
1: So my total time in San Antonio was seven years. Okay. So how okay. How did you end up here in Austin? What happened? So, Natalie started working for Guide Dogs of Texas shortly after we got Egypt, started volunteering. We raised a puppy, and then she got a job in the kennel manager. She was promoted to a guide dog mobility instructor, apprentice, and they needed a satellite in Austin. So, uh, in a sense, we were kind of forced to move up here, but I'm really glad we did. So, we moved up here to open up the satellite for Guide Dogs to Texas. In
0: 2015.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, we did that, and then. Um, and at this point, you still don't have any on no, no braille, no nothing. <clears throat> I had braille. I had taken a three day course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, a few days or a few a few years before. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but nothing, no formal anything really. So
0: you're you're in college at this point. I mean, before that, right? Yeah. So how did you how did you go through college without braille without you know any, I mean not. Without braille, but I guess somewhere i didn't
1: have any braille in college, okay,
0: so what did you use? How did you go through it like how did you go through college without any skills? luck
1: <laughs> is it I was given jaws were you still able
0: to see a little bit <clears throat> no. no okay so no, oh, be, so you were using jaws, okay,
1: yeah, so I had been given a computer with jaws because I was told that braille was obsolete and they wouldn't be using it anymore <clears throat> yeah, bad advice <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so um. Yeah, I just had I just had Jaws, and then I, I bought a Mac, and so I had Voiceover, so I was just I'd use that to type my notes. But I just sat in class and listened, and then would take my tests.
0: How would you do? Like, did the did you have any troubles with accessibility when it came to the professors or um, professor issues at all whatsoever?
1: Professors were cool about everything. Um, the disability services at UTSA kind of suck. They they had they were able to help everybody except. People with uh, visual impairments. Exactly. They could, but they had a a very limited scope because they had nobody experience with it. So, did you have to pretty much advocate for yourself? Yeah. Okay. And so, I had a proctor one time. It was my chemistry class, which I struggled with chemistry until we figured out how to make it visual for me, because I could teach you all day. Like I I taught Natalie chemistry. Um, that's cool. I don't want to (laughs) learn. Yeah. Like I taught it to myself, but when it came time for the test. I blinked, I just panicked. Yeah. Um, because <clears throat> my, my professor was giving me the test. Because the very first test I had, the proctor gave it to me and she's reading all the measurements wrong. Uh, all the like the like millimeter, centimeter, and all that yeah. stuff. She's reading it all wrong. So I butchered my test and I told her, I was like, I know these answers. She's like, Yeah, they're really easy. And so we went over to like She's like, Yeah, just do the test with me. Like, I, I think I made like an idea on the test. Yeah. So she's like, Yeah, do the test with me. She's like, okay. So I did it. Just tanking, 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 and uh, so she's like, "I know, you know." it's like, "Yeah, like, like I do." And so <clears throat> she's like, "Well, how do you do it at home?" I was like, "Legos." <laughs> <laughs> so every for every problem, a different Lego represented a different molecule. Yeah. So just put them together. I'd balance all the equations just visually like that. So yeah, went to go take the test. Brought my brought my box of Legos and did everything with Legos, and I passed the class.
0: Okay. Okay. So you pretty much had to improvise for yourself. Yeah, and okay. I, I'm
1: a I'm a very visual learner and tactual. So yeah, I am too. <clears throat> auditory, I think it's like, I hear something and I'm off on a different tangent. Or like, he could be talking about evolution, and so, then I'm here talking about ice cream. So,
0: <laughs> so going through uh, college, uh, no skills was wasn't as bad for you because the professors were very accommodating. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Okay, so um, you didn't graduate, right? You didn't finish? No. Because you were going through, you had cancer, you went going through radiation.
1: Yeah, so I didn't graduate. I was going for kinesiology, and I got 89 hours in that degree. And then all of the upper course levels became way too visual. Sorry. And um, my professors had really heavy accents, and they did not help me. Disability service did not help me. And at the time... Jaws wasn't where it needed to be to help me with all that stuff. Yeah, so I just hit a brick wall. We and I failed a class two semesters in a row, and it's like, what do we do? And I was so stressed out with classes, like I need a break. So took a break. Found out I had cancer, <clears throat> and then, okay,
0: so you you weren't in school when you had cancer. No, I
1: had I had just dropped my classes okay. when the the tumors were developing. And then a couple of months later, I found him, So this is all in 2012.
0: So from that point to moving here, you weren't in school anymore?
1: No. I kept signing up at St. Philip's College for automotive technician for diesel.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: but every semester I'd sign up. Guide dogs are like, oh, hey, y'all are going to be moving in a month. It's like, hey, well, what? So oh, okay, I okay, dropped my yeah, classes. Yeah, okay, and I'm you. like, oh, you're not moving. So that happened to be three <sighs> semesters in a row. So finally, you know, third time's a charm, we moved. Um, are you far away from the mic? Oh shit, yeah, lean hey, back. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you Sorry. can move the mic closer to you want to. Yeah. I I just I sat back. <clears throat> um and so Yeah. So I came over here to Austin and they didn't have the automotive programs that I wanted. So I had told my daughter's counselor in May that I was moving and he didn't send my, my transfer paper until September. So I couldn't get O and M here in Austin. I couldn't go to Chris Cole. I couldn't do anything. And so finally, my transfer went in. I signed that I'm on the Austin caseload on Halloween uh, 15. <clears throat> well, as you know, they don't accept new people in November or December at Chris Cole. Yeah. So I did everything I had to do. And then, like, oh, we're not taking people. So I was like, oh, shit. So you took your tour, though, around that time, right? Yeah, I took my tour in October. Okay. <clears throat>
2: it's
1: actually when I kind of first met my girlfriend there. <laughs> so we'll, we'll come back to that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,. Um, and yeah, so I had to wait and then January comes around and they're like, Oh, you need to go to the doctor's office. You need to go do all of this stuff over again. It's like, I just did this like three months ago. Like, well, we need more current stuff. It's like, well, it's like, I can guarantee you I'm still blind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I had to do that. So long story short. I started in in March, um, March of 2016. Yeah, and I'd been in Austin for nine months
0: already. So Chris Cole is the Independent Living Center in Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah, so they give you all the training you need to be blind, as long as you pay attention and you want to learn it. So, I <laughs> this is where Stephen comes in.
0: I was there. I, I started going in in January of two, uh January 17th, uh 2016. Daryl came in March. March 6th. So, okay, so at March 6th? Yep. That's just Friday? Yep. All right, so...
1: The 7th was my first day in class.
0: Now, tell me, the 7th, we met on the 7th.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this is where you, I want you to tell a story. What was your perspective? What did you feel? What did I, what did I tell you? All that stuff, because it's, I know what I told you, and I know what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So...
0: Oh, sure. Well, let I me mean, let I me mean, let I me mean, go back. Let I me mean, while you're eating that, I'll tell you what happened with me during that time. Our first encounter.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, know well, why I reacted the way mm, I did. Yeah. Uh, There's some good backstory.
0: So, I had a roommate um, at that time. I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to embarrass the dude. He probably won't even listen anyway. He probably doesn't <laughs> know how to run a phone. We'll call him Stream. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was the weirdest dude. Uh, he, it was pretty bad. Uh, I was. We were roommates. It, it was pretty bad to the point where he was pulling his out he was pulling out his own teeth. He was um uh quacking his duck. <laughs> while was he was quacking his duck while I was there in the room. Uh he was I mean he was loud, he was moaning and I like I had to leave the room to get out, you know. Um it was pretty bad and he was just a tall, skinny white dude. So Daryl was about how tall are you? Five seven,
1: five five eight.
0: seven he's hispanic but he's he could come he could
1: i look like a white boy (laughs) yeah he he could
0: he could could easily pass for a white dude so march 7th runs around to monday morning uh we all meet up in the cafeteria to go get breakfast you gotta wait in line um i got up early like i'm gonna stand in line first i could go eat so i'm there someone's in front of me and then this this dude comes behind me, and this is my first—was well, not my first—interaction uh, with the guide dog. I knew like, there was a guy there with the guide dog before, but a dude comes up behind me, tall white dude. I was like, "Oh, uh, here we go again."
1: <laughs> so he, this is where you come in, I've all got me. all my teeth, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so my <clears throat> my ex works for or worked for the guide dog school at the time, and so <clears throat> she wanted me to pimp him out to all the blind people. So. <clears throat> I had a big old stack of business cards. I don't remember how I got in a conversation with Stephen. Was like, "Hey, you interesting guy, dog? Like, here you go." <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen's was like, "Fuck you."
0: <clears throat> I, um, I I had not I didn't want anything to do with you. Like, like I'm tired <laughs> of tall, white, skinny dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like my 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 wife's the guide dog teacher or whatever. Like uh, okay, here's your card. Like uh, all right, <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs> and
1: we turn around. Yeah. So <laughs> Stephen was less than uh, a warm welcome. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but um, I persisted. I pursued. <laughs> not really. Uh, I'll have to tell about our second meeting. <clears throat> so, so of happens, and uh, so so how was how was your
0: your experience the first time that your first day there? All that jazz, like moving in and like
1: your first night, um, Egypt's, uh, how is she taking it there? <laughs> she took it really well. I didn't know that our closets had light, and <clears throat> light in them. So when you open the door, the light was on. Yeah. So for the first week, I just left it completely open the entire time. And I was wondering why she's so restless at night. <laughs> <was> like, what's <laughs> like, what's the fucking deal? And so Yael had actually told me there's lights in the closet. Yeah. So I was looking for a switch. I was like, I don't see anything. And it's like, oh, well, when you close it, the light turns off. So I turned on I had the uh, light detector app on my phone. So I turned around in the middle of the night just beep. I was like, <laughs> shit. I was like, I'm sorry, Egypt. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't sleep. So I started closing my door and she's like she'd sleep through the whole night, like nicely. Yeah. <clears throat> um but it was a really good experience. Um first class was O and M. Uh we all know how that went. Uh, it was a. Uh, I went with Egypt, and it wasn't a very smooth transition because we had those like the <clears throat> those little islands where people can merge the right lane. Like instead of having to wait to turn, they can just merge into the, like the right turn lane or whatever. Yeah. We never worked one of those, so I was all confused. She was confused, and it started raining, so I went back to the school. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, so that was good. Um overall, so at this point, you're doing O and M with a guide dog, not with yeah. Was, okay, <clears throat> well I was doing it so she can evaluate my skills, see where I'm at. But we had talked that the majority of the class was going to be with a cane and every so often it would be with Egypt.
0: What about your other classes?
1: My other classes were good. Um, What were you taking? DLS. Um, They taught me... Daily living skills. Oh, yeah, daily living skills. I learned how to... Or got a refresher in Braille and then started doing um, contracted Braille. But... I had a classmate that wouldn't stop talking to me, so I didn't get to really do much. (laughs) Um, But uh, I still got to do that, um, learn how to use the Perkins and some other things. I don't remember the class too much. Um, Then technology. We had keyboarding. Uh, We had to do an assessment in the first week. We had to, I think, get over, was it 35, 36 words a minute or something like that. And I knew I was a decent typist, and we had a classmate who was struggling? I think she's like eighteen words a minute, and she's like, "I'm never gonna get this. I'm never gonna get this." I'm like, no, no, you got it. You got this. You know, yeah. <laughs> just, just trying to encourage, encourage her. You, yeah. And she never paid attention to my typing, but I knew it was way faster than hers. So, when it comes to assessment time, the instructor comes to read me the prompts that we're supposed to type in, and he's he's blind as well, so he's doing it in braille. So I'm finishing. He's he's trying to like, basically. He'll read the first word of the sentence. He's done it for so long that he can just kind of read it out. Yeah. But by the time he's done reading it, or like you know, like about to go to the next one, I was already like typing, or I was done typing. So I was typing faster than he was able to read. So kind of, um, I'm still wondering what my actual speed is. But I was at 86 words per minute uh, with with the minimal errors. If they didn't count the errors, I think I'd have been like 89. Jesus. So, <clears throat> um, and so. Apparently the the whole class stopped and was just listening to me typing, <laughs> and uh, I didn't I didn't realize it until I was done. But the instructor, you know, the other instructor came and shook my hand. I was like, hey, I'm I'm just typing. <laughs> yeah, well, goddamn, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then my classmate was like, Well, now I feel like, I feel really stupid because you just blew me out of the water. I was like, Well, I don't want to say anything, and, you know, but yeah, everyone's at their own team at their own pace. Um, so that was fun, and then I got moved into you know office, uh, the office suite with jaws and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which is good. Um, do I remember much of it? Not really. <laughs> if I got a refresher, hell yeah. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> okay. Uh, so you're, you're learning everything now. Right? Yeah. Um, what was the experience of social life there? <clears throat> How did that go?
1: It was really good. Um, cause <clears throat>
0: you're, were living there. We're living there at that, the center.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was living there during the week and then I'd go home on the weekends so <clears throat> it was really good. Um I really enjoyed my classmates. Um I don't think I had well I had you for O and M, but we had a different instructor. Yeah. Um We had the, we had it at the same time. Yeah. Same with DLS I think too, right? No. No. No, you had DLS mm-hmm. when I had tech and vice versa. Yeah. Um and then I think you were done with IA before I got into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so IA is industrial arts. They teach you how to use power tools and you get to build a project. Stephen made a box drum yeah. uh, or a cajon a- for cajon, uh, yeah. you people in the know. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I really liked it. So um, I remember breakfast. Jimmy helped me find a spot at the table. Yeah. And then that's when I found out it was Antoinette's birthday. So we sang happy birthday to her. Alvin proposed to... <laughs> um,
0: I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, oh uh, shit.
1: S- uh, San Juanita. San Juanita. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. You proposed to her and she just flat up said no. And I was, <laughs> I was dying <laughs> laughing because it was right in front of me. So. Uh, oh shit. So okay. He he got shot down and so I was like, all right, these people, you know, these people are quirky. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then, um, went out for O and M. Thought my O and M instructor sounded really cute. Um, and then. Technology is just kind of like, yeah. Will Will was in the class. Uh, so Will is... Uh, Are you close to the mic? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> um, Will, uh, Will was in, in my tech class, uh-huh. but I don't really talk to him because I was on the complete opposite side of the class from him. <clears throat> but um, then DLS is me by myself with our instructor, Edema. <clears throat> Dang it. You're good? Yeah, just... I Coffee beans stuck in your back throat. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> Getting a little dry. <clears throat> um, yeah. So then I ate. It was just me and Will. And so, you know, they have you do the doorknobs and the toilet flapper and the toilet, you know, all, all that stuff. <clears throat> and then it's supposed to last a couple of days.
0: See, the thing they don't know about Mexicans is.
1: <laughs> yeah we're born knowing how to yeah. do all that stuff we're born with a screwdriver in our hand
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah. I, I got I, I went through that shit like easy too yeah yeah i like in just 30 minutes i was done with all the little things And I'm like slow down i was like Well, give me something harder <laughs> like yeah stimulate me so then um <clears> they <throat> got time yeah i never even made a braille cell. they they skipped me on that kind of bummed but um
0: <laughs> I, well they, they try to keep me as long as they can because uh me and Carrot would always just
1: talk all the time. He came uh, in like my my mentor, So, Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was I not necessarily that they have records, but I have the longest project in there for uh, for several <laughs> years. It took me seventy hours to. Uh, I made a a wine rack and a, a cabinet because I, I brew beer and stuff. So the cabinets are big enough to hold two shelves of beer mugs, and then the bottom <laughs> is big enough to hold. Uh, Brewing supplies, wine glasses, and then my wine rack is big enough to hold 24 bottles of wine. So, yeah. I, I'd say I'm, I'm <laughs> ready for the apocalypse, you know? <clears throat> You're ready for the coronavirus. coronavirus? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep your alcohol on you, keep things sterile. Yeah. Um, All right, so of. I had
0: uh, <laughs> I had said in the beginning of the podcast, the, the intro, uh, I met Daryl, um he taught me a lot about blindness, mainly how to party and how to drink. So, tell him a little bit about that. <laughs>
1: so, what was across the street there? <laughs> oh my God, man. So, <clears throat> my absolute favorite restaurant was in the most convenient place from Chris Cole, right across the street <laughs> with, it, with an audible light that you push a button and it stops traffic. Like, way to make you feel important and safe if you're so, cross drunk.
0: Uh, Before we go, like, uh, before we continue, um, I was told, I don't know if it was with you or someone told me, but I think actually someone told me that there was a a mockingbird that lived right there with, like, a little little tree, and Mm. it
1: would mock that beeping sound. Really? Somebody told you, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, it would mock
0: that (laughs) beeping sound, so... It would confuse some blind people. Like, what the fuck? There's still cars going on. <laughs> <laughs> they would like, cross like, we're not supposed to be going. That sucks. Yeah, it was fucking funny. Like, someone told me, like, oh, shit, that sucks.
1: It's like a uh, uh, just a time to cap that thing. <laughs> 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 so <you're> Things here me. <laughs> uh, so,
0: yeah, the uh, the flying saucer
1: is the place that we used to go a to. It's the place to be. I was there probably about three, four times a, a week getting mojo wings getting um, a black and tan beer or just any i'd get that for sure and then have the waitress bring me whatever beer yeah and yeah because i mean i got all my school work done so i was like well shit i'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy myself while i can <clears throat> and uh will was there with me all the time so um and then after we got to know you a little bit more well
0: how did how do we like started hanging out
1: so <clears throat> so will is our friend so me steven and will were on his triple trouble I don't know why. I thought I was a good student, but maybe... Well, before that, how, how did we start yeah, hanging out? Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was maybe a week that I was there at Chris Cole, give or take. Still, <clears throat> you know, no luck with Steven. <laughs> and uh, so I go out in my O&M class and uh, my instructor and Steven's instructor are best friends. And so my instructor sends me out to go find the bus stop right outside the, uh, <clears throat> or you know, A little ways down the road, across, kind of across. Yeah, you cross the street and go down the sidewalk, and it's there. So, I get stuck behind one of our classmates that is slow as fuck. Like at at the time, you know, I was like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) and so I didn't think that we're gonna make it to that that bus stop in the next twenty minutes. And Egypt would not go around him. I could not get his feet up and go around him. Because I I don't know if he swung his cane really wide, but she already had a a couple of experiences with that. (laughs) So I'm walking with him. Or you're walking with her behind him. Before I know it, I'm at the intersection all the way at the end of the street. It's like, well, shit, I got to turn back.
0: So you pass up the bus stop by like, what, like?
1: 300 yards. 300 yards? It's it's a long walk from the, the corner. No, it's
0: no way 300 yards. I would say about 50, 60 yards. We'll call it around hundred. <laughs> <laughs> At the whole football but, field, I doubt it's whole. World.
1: You could be right. I don't. It seems like it seems like forever. Uh,
0: yeah, I'd say sixty. Yeah, well, mean, anyways, anyways. Yeah, just, so right, yeah. When
1: you're behind him, it seems like miles. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my instructor was sitting on the bench and she just watched me go. She's like, "Well, I guess he's not coming to the bus stop today." <laughs> <laughs> and so she sees me. Or, so I'm coming back, and I hear someone with a cane. I was like, Yo, excuse me." And uh, I was like, you know, is Is, sunsh- is it sunset? Oh, it's, sunshine, uh, sunshine. Is sunshine station this way? Is here, Daryl, <laughs> <laughs> Steven? <laughs> and, and, uh, and that's when it happened. we <laughs> fell in love. So we clicked. <laughs> <laughs> it it might have been your cane. It might have been her nails. But something clicked. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's like, ah, oh, it's you know, it's back there. He passed it up. So I was like, oh fuck. Like let me let me head back over there. So I go and my own instructor's making fun of me. So
0: I mean, I mean, putting. Um, my perspective about this so uh so daryl was like a weird white guy to me uh <coughs> before that point right so uh, some uh, i'm not i'm not serious most of the time i like to laugh have fun and when i know i can click with someone's their tone of voice the way they they react with things so when daryl came up to me and like excuse me there is a sunshine station around here and i was like daryl and he did the same reaction. Steven? <laughs> like, so, I, like, we just started laughing. We're like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Like, I I just passed up whatever. So, I so, like, yeah, it's back there. So, just his tone of voice and laughing about shit and his reaction. Like, okay, he's he's cool, I guess. And yeah. so, that's when we started <clears throat> hanging out a little bit more. Uh, go yeah, ahead. <laughs> you're like,
1: maybe I'll look at that business card now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... um. So that happened I don't remember the rest of my class, but uh so that's when Stephen <laughs> and I met, and then we f- we had a couple of times when my own instructor you know didn't come in for whatever reason, and so I'd get uh paired with Stevens, and so we had some adventures we um <clears throat> we got dropped off in a parking garage, and
0: as so we get dropped off, we don't know where the fuck we're at at yeah. all anywhere in the city <clears> could be we got to find our way back, we got to figure out where we're at and just that's all that is that's all we yeah it's
1: good luck yeah and so i have i have egypt and Stephen and our friend uh have their canes so i go ahead and you know, egypt picks out the trails we go I'm like all right guys this way and whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa oh, no, oh. No, yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i'm getting ahead of myself so we get out of the van and so we're looking for a door for stairs or something so we find a door because uh our classmate could see a little bit so we're looking for any kind of braille signage and a. Uh, there's not, it's like, there's buildings that ADA compliant. You know, it's being stupid. <laughs> and so there's a car that's on. It ends up being, it's our, the instructor that drops it off. So she drives off and I'm like, follow that car. <laughs> so it's three blind guys. I like, go as quick as we can through a parking garage to find the exit and it worked. So we're walking and we don't know where we are. So there's construction. And at this point I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't care. Like I just, I'll yell at anyone like, excuse me. Like, can I get some directions? So, I do it, and nobody responds, but we know there's guys there. So, I do it again, and then you're like, oh, yeah. And so, I was like, oh, fuck, you speak Spanish. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got the name, I've got the culture, I don't have the language. <laughs> so, since so Stephen comes up and starts talking to him. Turns out we're on Yada Yada Street, and uh, go this way, go that way. And so, we do. And so, <clears throat> we're on our way, and Egypt's finding all the little trails in, um, you know, non-sidewalk areas. And so I'm um, you know, I'm kind of the scout telling the guys, like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And so I go up ahead and I wait for them to, to meet me at you know, the intersection or whatever. So we're almost where we need to be, and it's all three of us standing. And uh, we ask our friend Tio, who can see a little bit, it's like, Tio, is it safe to cross? And he's like, yeah. A second later, a bus just right in front of us and it's like oh my god like if we stepped out we would have we would have just been smeared all over the place but um uh, yeah yeah it's just one of our adventures okay
0: so up to that point you're learning everything you're getting you're getting your skills back um up to graduation um because there really isn't isn't anything significant right not at that really. point it's, so yeah it's just all life uh, we so it was kind of like a forced graduation for us because oh, yeah. we had to get out for the so they had to something with their money where they had to spend it on younger people so we had to get out. <clears throat> I lived in San Antonio and I need I wanted to I was certain that I wanted to move to Austin. So uh, a little bit about me, I Daryl helped me find a place here. I found one and I stayed here. And some mile
1: or two two miles from my apartment,
0: uh, and then in South. <laughs> now tell them <clears throat> how. We kind of didn't want to bother each other, but kind of wanted to. Yeah. yeah so go ahead. I'll tell you that part.
1: So I'm like, I'm horrible about calling people or texting or just being on the phone. Like, I don't talk to some members of my immediate family for a while. <laughs> <clears throat> but when when I do talk, I don't shut up. So I wanted to hang out with Steven, but I was like, well, like, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know. And I don't remember. I think the first time we hung out was actually for your birthday. Uh, we went to the poorhouse for your birthday. We did? Uh, yeah. Uh, we we met you there. It was Jimmy, Lisa, and... Um,
0: what was the poorhouse?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then Ashley Edwards was there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you guys recommended the place. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we, okay. we showed
1: up uh, a little bit later. Um, And that's when we started hanging out. It was your birthday So Yeah, okay. And I remember. Yeah. And uh, so we'd hang out from time to time in June, and then july to september is every single day um just doing what i don't know well i I remember like i was like
0: i want to call darryl see what he's doing but i don't want to bother him like i just thought like he's busy he's doing shit i'm not gonna bother him like i don't know
1: (laughs) i'm doing the same thing you're doing (laughs) yeah
0: like we're both like thinking the same thing Like i don't want to bother him like i don't know what he's doing i want to see what he's doing i want to hang out with him like i'm bored.
1: And little that we know, we have had the same fucking thought. Yeah. All we had to do is pick up the phone. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think about all the time when you call me, it's like, hey, what are you doing? Eating a hot eating dog. Eating a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I think about that all the time because I didn't realize how specific I am with stuff. Like, yeah, you ask me something, I'm going to give you the exact answer of what you said. Not like, oh, i will just hear bullshitting with my friends. You know, <laughs> you know, eating a hot dog. What about you? <laughs> you know? So, So, 2016 summer, we started hanging out.
0: Uh, we started getting to know each other and then we started, uh, was it, was it, when did we start PFFT? September. September 2016. Right? <clears throat> September 14th. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So we were starting, uh, a pot, uh, our first podcast. Um, so I, I said in the intro, Daryl is my co-host. So is, uh, his current wife his ex-wife, <laughs> his current wife at that moment, not current wife, his wife at that moment. Uh, we started a podcast called PFFT. We would, uh. Just talk shit, like laugh and just anything.
1: Yeah, just kind of current events. It, yeah. yeah, just our thoughts on stuff, and then idiot of the day <laughs> or yeah. idiot of the week. And like <clears throat>
0: at this point, I was like, I want, I, I want to go to school. We're we're trying to find cl- schools to go to because yeah. we're like, I want to get into audio engineering. I told y'all, like, dude, you're you're into you're fucking into speakers. You're always into sound. Like, why don't you just try it?
1: I had no idea. So at Chris Cole, I have a little Bose speaker that it's the size of a brick. And it's like the best thing in my life. <clears throat> oh, not really. I've got a lot of good things. But um, <laughs> at the time, at the time. So I had a little cubby, like, nook thing for my bathroom sinks and stuff. So I'd always set my speaker up there because I got the most bass out of it. And it'd fill my room with sound. And so I didn't know that Stephen was observing this. <clears throat> I knew that he was into music and played guitar, but didn't really think of that aspect. <laughs> and so I was actually trying to go to school for... Um, coding. Web, web development, yeah, and yeah. coding. The day that tuition is due. And they're like, oh, we can't actually teach you. Like, you know, it's not accessible. The people that we had before were vision impaired. They're not completely blind. It's like, <clears throat> thanks for wasting my time. I could have signed up for, for you know, regular college classes, but classes started two days ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell them, that <clears throat> first when we went to that. Oh, Result. yeah.
1: <laughs> so we went to, I went to go shadow to see if it's something I was going to be into. And Stephen w- went with me and I was like, oh, like he's gonna make so many jokes, and so the girl was talking, or the instructor was talking about filters for web searches and stuff like that, and she was talking about wood, <laughs> and so in the perspective of the filters, like, oh, there's wood in me, and so I was like, Steven, shut the <laughs> fuck up. It's like I knew exactly what he was thinking. I was like, please don't laugh, please don't laugh.
0: And I, in my, head, I was like, well, not even my. Head, I was talking, I was talking loud. Like, did she just anybody, anybody catch that? yeah, I. <laughs> At the moment I got there, like, all right, this maybe let me check this out. Maybe I'll be interested in it. <clears throat> and the moment she started talking about like, like yeah, looking at my computer, I was like, I'm out. I can't see shit. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I was just kind of like, please God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so it turns out it wasn't for me because those people suck. <clears throat> anyway, um, so we start. Applying to school, so we went up applying. I think like October's, and we both applied and start to ACC, yeah, yeah ACC for audio engineering. You know, some more thingies. No, um, no, I'm good for now. I need to take away, like all this espresso, and now the coffee beans. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, hmm,
0: so yeah, we uh, we applied to ACC.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, so we, get we started
0: in. January, right? yeah, January uh,
1: 17. We start and Luckily for me, I had all my, my core and stuff done, so... I didn't have shit. I oh, started yeah. from the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, Steven, Steven started from scratch. Um, but he got to know a lot of the instructors <coughs> a lot better than I did. Um, <clears throat> so I started the program, and... <laughs> You're chewing <on laughs> over the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <clears throat> <clears throat> um... Yeah, I mean, school is school. Um, they had better accessibility uh, or disability services there, but I really didn't utilize them at all because <clears throat> uh, I'll just do the test with the instructors or with my classmates, um, or it's all practical stuff. So, um, But I had to learn the shortcuts and stuff like that for the, the engineer, uh, audio engineering software and voiceover <clears throat> stuff, so... It a little extra on my plate, but I was able to do it. And um yeah, I mean it, it wasn't bad. Um and at this point, <clears throat> um how old was Egypt? Egypt was about to turn ten. She's about to turn ten, so <clears throat> yeah. So twenty seventeen she she uh retired uh July twenty second of 2017. Semi, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, she semi retired in <clears throat> twenty seventeen. Okay, so the only reason I semi retired her is because if we went somewhere new, she couldn't handle it. Uh, it was just too much stuff going on. But if we worked at the school, she was completely happy because it was just easy, easy work. So, um, so I'd work her at school. So she had some Something some stimulation. Yeah. She wasn't just stuck at home. And uh, and yeah. So um, <clears throat> around this time, unbeknownst to me, uh, my marriage had been falling apart for some time. <laughs> Um. So, were there any um any signs? At the time, no. Looking back, man, I had tons of signs, tons yeah. and tons of signs. So, <clears throat> um, which, you know, you don't have to go in detail if you want to. If you don't want to, yeah. Uh, I mean, some, some not. I mean, she's not a bad person. She just
0: people falling in and out of love,
1: exactly, yeah. and. <laughs> You know, from what she had told me is that she doesn't know. You know, she, she loved me, but she wasn't in love with me. She didn't think that she ever really was. And <clears throat> looking at everything, I'd have to agree. is more of a thing out of convenience, in a sense. And, you know, we're both young. We met when we were 19. We got married at 23. You know, shit like that. So some people work, some people it doesn't. You know, yeah. people just discover who they are uh later on in life <clears throat> and,
0: and um one you you, you lost your sight yeah. and you're i mean I, I mean i don't know how it is for everyone but for me i know for for a fact i could i didn't find myself to like 28 29 because i went through that depression period losing my sight was that yeah. like like that for you like or did you nothing really changed when you went blind to like up to this point when you
1: nothing nothing really changed the only thing that did was my interests that I liked and things I like doing, I can't do because they require sight and <clears throat> just kind of know the way around it. Yeah. So, okay. um, I mean, I still try and do them, but I'm more hesitant because they are inherently deadly. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but <clears throat> other than that, I mean, you know, I know what I like, I know what makes me happy. Mm hmm now i'm just trying to bridge that so i can so i can do what i want to do okay
0: so at this point Egypt's getting older semi retired uh this is the point where your marriage starts falling apart Yeah. right okay so what were you feeling at this point
1: before it started falling apart or like
0: at that point because i know um so i I, that's when i got my guide dog i had finn in in march yeah
1: May? Uh, March. Spring
0: March. break. Yeah, that's right. Spring break. I did get them spring break. Uh, and I started noticing your. Um, you were kind of getting bummed out because you were way behind me and Finn when we were walking. Oh, yeah. And you it was the other way around when I was walking with a cane. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I started noticing that you were kind of like hesitant to retire Egypt and you were feeling sad and you're like... I could I could see it and I could well I couldn't see it but you feel it I could feel yeah. it you know yeah. so I knew something was up and then being around you and though all the time something something wasn't right yeah so <clears throat> what were you feeling what what was going on
1: in your head and what happened all the years with her um, <clears throat> so like I said alcoholism affected her life greatly when she was little um, her dad died when she was seven. <clears throat> And so, I've known since day one that she had issues. Um, she has, and there's
0: the point that everyone has issues. Exactly, just,
1: you know, and and I'm not in no way am I talking shit about her or saying anything bad. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've got issues. You've got issues. Everyone has their you know, everyone has their demons. <clears throat> and so with her, she isn't the type of person to talk or really express anything unless if she is angry <clears throat> and and happy. But. We never had deep conversations, um, <clears throat> and she never really opened up a lot of stuff to me, and so I always figured, you know, in due time, she will, and so I was just kind of there. If she needed me, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was there, um, and work was extremely stressful. They demanded so much from her and gave little in return, and they kept screwing her over all the time, so she would take that out on me and I was like, you know, it's, it's not personal. It's just, you know, like you say, you, you treat the person closest to you the worst. Yeah. And that's kind of what I just chalked it up to be. Um, I didn't know that she didn't love me and, uh, stuff like that and that she'd built up tons of resentment towards me. Um, so yeah, I mean, Looking back, I realize how depressed, like, I mean, like you said, you know, I drank a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That was me taking the edge off of my life because, yeah, you know, I, no matter what I did, it was always wrong. <clears throat> and so it's, it's, it's hard trying to, trying to anticipate, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, I was, I was miserable. I was really sad. I was lonely. Um, and... I just, I never, I was blindsided when she told me she wanted to do divorce. I was like, oh, like, you yeah, know, how long has it been? She's like, a couple of years. I was like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, one thing that we both realized that we didn't have was communication. Um, <clears throat> When we were able to have a civilized conversation, you know, when everything was falling apart, we realized that, you know, she told me, she's like, you know, you would have probably listened a little, or it, yeah, the message would probably got a little more meaningful or, you know, like, whatever, if I wasn't yelling at you all the time and treating you like that. and I was like, yeah. I was like, because I was trying to do everything you want me to do, and you told me to do one thing, and when I was in the middle of that, you told me to do something else, and it's just always going back and forth. So, I'm not perfect. She's not perfect. You know, shit happens. <laughs> so... <clears throat>
0: This happens. She she hits you with a divorce. Yeah. Uh, Egypt's still in your life. You're. What happens after this? After that point.
1: She <clears throat> she hit me with a divorce, and well, she so she had told me that things weren't feeling right. So that was in October, and some suspicious stuff had happened. I'm not going to go into that. And so I was like, okay, so. I kinda of look past the suspicious stuff <clears throat> and then you know, I'm doing everything I can to try and be better to to fix things and not not realizing how <clears throat> how done she was. So she tells me a month and a half later that she wants a divorce for sure. I'm like Okay. Uh I think I called and told you that night. Yeah. So then <clears throat> I was probably crying like a bitch. And then um next morning she was gone i don't i don't remember where she went but she was gone <clears throat> and uh you showed up first thing in the morning while i was packing and then you stayed there till my parents came or my whole family came and just moved me all out whole, <laughs> whole fucking family yeah all the troops like except convoy for erica. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the owners erica that's cuz she had the baby so yeah. um but yeah they moved me out in a couple of hours and uh i took a with me and so i went home for a week and <laughs> Uh, and I didn't move out yet, but I told her, like, I'm getting all this stuff out of my life so I can focus, because we had agreed that we would keep the apartment, would stay together till June uh, of the next year, and depending on how we felt, then, you know, we'd go our separate ways or whatever, but <clears throat> uh, she jumped the gun by about seven months. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, so yeah, so I came back a week later and she was pissed. So, um, that was Christmas time, right? Yeah. So okay. she told me she wanted the divorces the day after Thanksgiving. I left that Saturday and then I came back the following Sunday or Monday.
0: <clears throat> so before you keep going, before you go, this is where I, it sounds crazy. It does sound crazy, but you know, some people need to understand that when you're going through roller coasters of emotions like that, you don't know what, what's right, what's going on. And, and you know, you're not thinking straight. Yeah. And I remember, <clears throat> I remember you calling me. Is that my phone?
1: I think she was grunting.
0: Oh, um, I remember you calling me like, yeah, I'm gonna go back. Like, I'm gonna decorate this. I'm gonna get that. Like, Oh yeah. And I was telling you like, no dude, like I I don't want to be, I don't want to be the asshole, but no, yeah. no, you can't. Yeah. And, I listening. Too, yeah. and you went back and was like, and I remember you like, yeah, she, she's gonna fall in love with me again. Like, man, it's, it's no.
1: Well, yeah. the crazy thing is that she was sending me so many mixed signals. Yeah. That she wanted me back. She didn't want me back. Wanted me back. Didn't want me back. Could work things out. Didn't want to work things out. So then I show up. I was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was so pissed off. And uh, yeah, uh, and I slept on the couch. She's like, you can sleep in the room. I was like, why well, do I don't want to sleep with you? I was like, you're all. Like, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So, slept on the couch after the third day I was gone. And that was uh, December 7th. And, uh, for, I gave you my, my Batman keychain, right? I still have it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's there in my nice sand. <laughs> Um, so, I officially moved. Um, uh, I left to San Antonio. My brother helped me, he took me back up to Austin, I think that weekend to get all of my stuff, uh, whatever's left and that didn't get thrown away. And, uh, yeah, that <clears throat> was probably the hardest day of my life because, or December 7th, because I uh, I left Egypt with Natalie and, hang on a second, what are you doing? She's wagging her tail. <laughs> she, but... <clears throat> um, so I left Egypt and not because I wanted to, but she was terrified of my dad's dogs. He had five German shepherds and at their house, I lived upstairs and she struggled going up the stairs. So I was like. No, her quality of life is gonna be shit. So, yeah. I did what I had to do for her, and <clears throat> Natalie's parents adopted her, which I couldn't have been. Yeah, I couldn't have picked a better family because they knew what she meant to me. They knew how to take care of her, and I knew she'd be spoiled. Um, so, so yeah, so I did that, and so
0: okay. Uh, so at this point, <clears throat> uh, divorce is 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 set. It's is imminent. Yeah. yeah. So, you move back to. Alice, right? Yeah. You move back to Alice, uh her family, Natalie's parents has has Egypt. Yeah. So you're at you're
1: there in Alice, what's going on? Um at the time I was uh studying for insurance. <clears throat> uh, I was taking an insurance crash course. Um so I did that and then basically just trying to keep it together, you know. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I got the flu. Hey, come here. On uh Christmas Eve <laughs> so made for a real nice Christmas, and so at that time, what year was this? 2017. So, okay. <clears throat> so her and I still talked relatively often, and it's so crazy because not talking for a couple of days was so painful. You know, from being able to tell someone good morning every day, you know, I love you, talking to them every day, uh, to yeah, you know, if we had a conversation on the phone, I got yelled at. And yeah. <clears throat> you know, just not ending good. <laughs> so um Yeah, I mean that that was happening and then since I had the flu she didn't want to get me more stressed out, which doesn't really make sense, but whatever. And she filed for divorce two days after Christmas. Hey, great, great, great. Hey. <laughs> Is she taking it up <laughs> and stuff? No, she's uh hitting all the mic and stuff. Oh hey. She's all up on me. Sorry. Ah, you're good,
0: you're good. Um, so you went through a divorce. You haven't even finished school yet.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, that semester I missed so much class because uh, you know, just trying to get away, trying to find a happy place, and um going home to my like with my family. They were helping me, and I ended up getting two incompletes that semester. But luckily, the director of the program <laughs> he he'd gone through a divorce. You know, my life, not at the fact that he went through a divorce, just he told me it's his 20th wedding anniversary with his first wife and they're at dinner <clears throat> and she hits him with, I want a divorce. <laughs> and so it's, it's more the fact that she was bitching at him for not eating. And he's like, well, what do you expect? Like you just told me you want a divorce. Like I'm supposed to have an appetite right now. <laughs> so, uh, and the way he approaches everything is so much humor and so much cursing. So he's, he's kind of like an uncle yeah um so he looked he, after us a lot oh yeah and he was a definite huge bit of support for me that semester uh because of him i, I was able to graduate <clears throat> he made a lot of uh um uh i can't think of the word anyway exceptions there we go for me uh because i moved home and i was going to school in austin so he was able to or he let me do my internship remotely and I still came up here once a month for about a week to two weeks <clears throat> to do my intern trip, which was recording Stephen uh, and some songs. or you know, you. Yeah. And um, some songs. And so I graduated. You'll stay in that meet with me at that point for like yeah. a week. We can have. Yeah. sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh,
0: <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, so, okay. You, you graduate. You finished school remotely. You graduated. Egypt's now gone. Your yeah. your wife is now an ex wife. Yeah, you're alone. What happens next? How are you feeling? How are your fa- how's your family taking it?
1: Um, pretty good. Um, basically they're just like you know, washing their hands of everything, just you know move on. My family saw the divorce coming for years, um, but they don't want to tell me because they don't want me to get pissed off. And, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not a blind joke, but yeah, I mean, there's signs, uh, apparently. Um, and so basically I, you know, I had my, my, uh, insurance license. So I applied to everywhere in Alice. <laughs> didn't get a single damn bite. I applied to tons of places in Corpus. Didn't get a bite. Had a friend who had an insurance agency. Got a quote unquote job with him, but when it came to IT, getting on my computer and making it optimal for me to to do stuff, it never happened.
0: Now, you not getting any bites, any any job offers. Was that a result of you being blind?
1: I don't know, to be honest. Because a lot of the people who knew me. Um, I applied to an insurance agency. Um, I've known the guy since I was a kid. He actually bought my mom's insurance agency. Yeah. He bought it from her. Okay. <clears throat> so, but the market had just slowed down. Yeah, you know, oil. Uh, oil is a huge um, thing in Alice, mm-hmm. and it vanished. So <laughs> that, <laughs> was her, that was her. was her grunting <laughs> for the record. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't really know if it was because I, I was blind. I have experience. I had my license. They're looking for license. I think it's just dead economy, and I don't really know about Corpus, but. <clears throat> um, so did that and then I was like, Well, let me go to school for business. So registered for school. Um and I was having I was able to get some of my materials, but the material, like the online material was not accessible. They claimed that it was accessible, but it was just enough to say it was. It wasn't functionally accessible. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was running into a bunch of problems with that. And before I knew it, you know, I'd, hey, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> she she pulled my headphone wire. <laughs> okay. Yes, honey, you're cute. You're good. Yeah. She she just rolled over and her paw pulled this, mm-hmm. pulled the wire. <clears throat> <laughs> um, sorry for all the interruptions, guys. <laughs> um, and so I'd been taking all my tests and my quizzes and making good marks on them. And so I went to check my grades. I had nothing but zeros. And, like, that is impossible. Like, unless if you don't do your work, but, like, I was doing it, submitting, saving, and it would show up. But when I went to check my grades, there's nothing. And so I, I couldn't catch up. So I dropped, and, yeah, that's that's kind of that. <clears throat> um, I was going to school for business, which is kind of a cop-out, in my opinion. Didn't they say so, you
0: owed money, too? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: just got called. It's like, um... Like yeah, you owe for your tuition. I was like, I'm exempt, so I need to call them back. They actually just called me yesterday about that. One of the um, big
0: things we uh we skipped over too was that um Social Security screwed you over. No, no. Oh
1: yeah, marriage, right, or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit of both. Marriage screws you over in more ways than <laughs> one. You no, know, so I got married, and um so this is still his first first wife. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, only going a little bit back. Yeah, so this is back 2012 to 2013. So, I was on SSI receiving benefits, and <clears throat> um, I had been calling them to see what I needed to do when I get married, and you know, follow all my paperwork, all you know, check steps and all that stuff. So I did everything I was supposed to. Got check stubs. Got her name. Got social security card. Got everything. Sent it into social security to tell them that we had got married, my marital status changed, my income had changed, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, we'll call you if you have any problems. Send it to this person, yada, yada, yada. I did all that. And so a year later, we realized that she hadn't changed her name at the social security office. So like, okay, well, let's go do that. So we went, she changed her name, and then they're like, oh, it doesn't say you're married. And so we look at it, it's like, well, we sent you all the paperwork, And so she was actually listed as a male in the social security office. So she had to go through all this questionnaire, like reborn female. Have you always been female? (laughs) Do you have male like tendencies? (laughs) Um, And at this point, uh, gay marriage was illegal in Texas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So our marriage wasn't recognized because technically they thought it was two gay guys, Daryl and Adelaide, getting married. When in fact, you know, she'd been a woman all her life. So when they got everything straightened out, they're like, Oh well, you owe us ten thousand dollars in back pay because you should not have got that that payment. It's like, hey, wait, what? <laughs> like, like that's not fair. Like, we did everything we're supposed to. Yeah. Like y'all, you know, y'all are supposed to contact us if there's an issue, and y'all didn't. And there's nothing in the mail saying that she was a man. You had nothing, so got slapped with that. Okay, so um,
0: <clears throat> now fast track back to uh, was it 2017 where yeah. you get slapped with some more. Debt, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what happened after that? And at at this point, I've been telling you like, fuck Corpus, fuck Alice, get your ass to Austin.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so enter two thousand nineteen. What happened in eighteen? Anything happened in eighteen? Um, well, oh, there's, there's a licensure. There's uh, graduating. There's Texas A and M. Okay, yeah. Um, hanging out with friends in Corpus, partying, getting to know people, having fun enjoying your single life the bachelor life yeah yeah pretty Um, much yeah just getting to enjoy me and do me uh without my hand um (laughs) (laughs) but getting to go on vacations uh went on a cruise went to disney world with my family and getting to to reunite with my family because i didn't get to spend too much time with them in the past 10 years from that um and then 2019 um I guess it started off pretty good-ish. I don't really remember. Um, I remember Natalie calling me in March to kind of apologize for everything she'd said and done to me because she had been in a very bad relationship. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at that time, I had started talking to...
0: So it was like somewhat closer, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. You know... It's not going to change the way she made me feel and how ugly that felt because I was already a year and a half yeah, to settle yeah. in. Mm-hmm. But at least she admitted it. Yeah, okay. yeah, she she saw it exactly. She she saw what she had been doing to me the entire time, what she had done, the way she treated me. Were and, you able
0: to forgive her, and or how did you feel after that? That
1: <sighs>
0: the interaction that was it mm-hmm. apology.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mixed feelings. Okay. Because before she had done that, she'd asked me what I thought of if she took a certain job. And my first thought was like, what the fuck does it matter to me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why does my opinion matter to you? Because when it should have mattered, it didn't. And when it shouldn't, it does. And it's sort of like, I'll tell you what I'll tell all my friends. Because she wanted to be a cop. I was like, just be safe. I was like, you know, I was like, I... Wish the best for you. Wish you health. I don't want you to get hurt, but other than that, I don't. I don't really care, you know. So, <clears throat> and not not trying to be callous, but that's just a part of my life. That's
0: so you were still. I mean, in a sense, you kind of forgive her, but you were still pissed.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's still there's a lot of healing to be done. Yeah, um, a lot, and so that that helped the process. And at the time. <sighs> Was the word you said? Vindicated at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it doesn't make me feel good that she went through that misery, but at least she got a glimpse of what she had done to me to understand not to do that to somebody else and, yeah. and how it feels. So I don't know. I mean, now she's happy. Um, I'm very happy, happier than I've ever been that I know of. And yeah, it's she She's a very good lesson in life. She was a blessing at the very beginning and she became a lesson. And uh whatever, you know, it's life. <clears throat> just just kind of like everything else. You know? Yeah. It's just one of my bumps in my life. And um, so yeah, I, I told her thank you for the apology. Um I semi accepted it. You know, I accepted it at face level, and it just it took me a while to process. Yeah. And there's things that come up that I'm just like, You know, it'll kind of arise a little bit of anger, Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's less and less frequent now. Um, It doesn't it doesn't even matter to me anymore. And I was actually thinking about it the other day. I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, I was married. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you know, um, it's it's just it's interesting now. Yeah, as it's um, this Saturday will be two years that I've been officially divorced. So, um, so okay,
0: you got the apology two thousand nineteen you're struggling to to find a job to yep. find out where you want to be <clears throat> yeah so sure. you have a fucking weirdo idea about an rv <laughs> that's been for 2 years now uh, yeah <laughs> you just don't know and i remember talking to you just like you just don't know where to go or to be
1: yeah there's okay. there's so many options but I all know. of them require a job and i could not find a fucking job anywhere and the places that i i could find one Somehow, like my application or something got dropped. So then, when they did finally contact me, they're offering me a different position where they needed site. Like it was like stated and thing, like site needed. Yeah. And um, so it just, it just kept happening. So I was like, oh. so I came and visited you in June and I'd visited a couple times. Yeah. That was for my birthday, wasn't it? Yes. Your birthday.
0: And then I think just. Yeah, you didn't come about because we went to a
1: uh, Mexican restaurant. Is that when we went to uh, Casa Maria? For yeah. The first time? Was it? Was it? Yeah. I yeah been was last think, year. I've been trying to think. I've been trying to think of when it when it was when we went. It's like we celebrated something. It's like I know it was an ACB stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you're gonna surprise me, but I I kind of found out. I don't know how I found out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably blew it and didn't realize it. Um. <laughs> but um. But yeah. So then it came came in and then issues with your prior roommate arose, and it was you know it. Let me the chance to put my foot in the door, okay, and we so, have an opening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I came in just coming to hang out and left with him, you know, uh, prosper you know, left left with a room because she would moved out while I was here. <laughs> yeah. So, two weeks later, you know, I packed up all my stuff and I moved, and you know, back in back in Austin, and it's good. What was that feeling knowing to be back?
0: Was it because like, it's basically like. The way I saw it was, you had to get away for a while, but this was always your home. Yeah, exactly. So what what did what was your fin- and then like, right at this point you, Egypt was with your uh, my ex in laws. Yeah, ex in laws. Yeah. And man. I had just
1: seen her. Um, I had seen her. Oh, it had already been a year since I would seen her. Because I saw her in May of two thousand eighteen. So okay,
0: so from the beginning, start life went down. Depression. Gun in the rifle. Rifle in the field. Yeah. Realized things changed Went back up then Things were really good <clears> Then <throat> started going down We started noticing Your, your, your Marriage is falling apart
1: Yeah, Cancer went Down Things were up
0: And then when did It started come Was it that When it started going back up Was it the apology That when no. things Started coming back When it started, things started Coming back up
1: Things started coming So I started dating A girl uh, You know about her And Was that So okay The moment you Came to Austin Moved to Austin yeah. Was that the point where it, Um no. Okay. So that's when everything like shot up. But so that's kind of, you know, kind of right and steady. Um, I was at peace with everything, but still not where I wanted to be. Yeah. And so started dating this girl and. um,
0: I, So, okay. Dating this girl. Mm-hmm. What happened? How did you guys meet? Well, not me, but how did it, how did
1: it turn into something? We, so. <clears throat> We met at a friend's uh, crawfish boil, which I love crawfish. Um, who, who are you talking about, Marshall? Oh, oh, so oh, Marshall's crawfish boil, uh, Alex.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about. Oops. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Oh
0: shit. Okay. Yeah. This is this, is this is this
1: is pre pre Austin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> if she uses. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I started dating dating and. At the the whole time before, like I was not ready to date, and I had some suitors, and I had I had a friend that I kind of had a crush on. Um, shit happened with that, but um, but I just I wasn't ready. You know, I was like I can't love anyone because I don't love myself enough, and I was like I am not happy. Like I am just gonna bring shit and turmoil, you know? Yeah. So I started feeling a little more ready, and so I met this girl at, at the party. She's leaving. I was like, hey, like she sounds really cute. And so I knew her name, but I didn't really know much else about her. So like a week later, she had to be on Facebook. And I was, I was here, the, here in Austin when she did. So her and I just got to talking. She thought I was cute. I was like, yeah, hey, you sounded cute. We had a lot of things in common. And so we went on a couple dates and had a lot of fun. You know, she's very interesting. She's very funny. And she's not afraid of being her, which was a big turn on because – uh and this is not alex this is alex yeah. oh, okay so uh so alex kind of showed me that i was okay and that i like things weren't as i wasn't as in bad shape as i thought i was um and i'm, I'm very critical on myself so <clears throat> so she made me feel really good so we you know we're talking and dating um and things were nice and then all of a sudden i was like you know like this isn't where I want to be And yeah I feel horrible Because of that But her and I Told each other You know If we don't feel it Let's tell the other one Instead of dragging this on Because That can happen to me In my marriage Yeah, you know, She didn't feel it for years, According to her Several years But she Kept up the charade And You know Alex said the same thing happened to her <clears throat> So Was she your rebound But didn't know it Um I mean not to Not to belittle her Not yeah. to you know in hindsight. I wouldn't necessarily say she's a rebound, per se, but um, I was able to to kind of, you know, who I know who I am and know what. <laughs> did you hear me? My beard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not good. Um, kind of know what I want and who I want and where I want to be, and I liked Corpus but I just did not see a future in it. There's something about it. it was like, oh, you yeah, know, like I don't want to be here. Yeah. And you know, Austin, Austin has always been like, it's, it's always felt like home mm-hmm. when I left. It's like, oh. but I wasn't really leaving home at the time, you know, at that yeah. time it wasn't really home. But so, um, so yeah, so I kind of break things off with her as gently as I can. You know, we you know, I, I chuck on her from time to time. She's make sure she was okay. And then I moved to Austin and, um, should I say her name? <laughs> uh,
0: whatever you want, man. It's up to you. I mean, we're out
1: there. So, um, so you'd been telling me to contact a friend for years. I'm like, Hey, let's go get a drink. It's like, nah, she's got a boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend. And, and what did uh, I say? Fuck her boyfriend. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. I was like, but it's like, you know, I kind of had some shit happen to me. It's like, I can't do that to somebody else. He's like, as much as I want to say it, it's like, I can't do it. But Uh, don't take any advice from Steven. Yeah. yeah, Because I would end up. Well, I
0: don't know. It it turned out good.
1: Yeah, no, it totally did. So go ahead. But I mean, I just kind of wanted to do it on my terms. I wouldn't have felt right, especially what happened with me. (laughs) But um, apparently she had a crush on me from a long time ago, and I did too. And so. Yeah, you know, This is married when I was married, but yeah, you know, I, I was a married spud, so I didn't entertain the thought. I just, <clears throat> you know, look, don't touch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, vice versa with her because she was in a long term relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, okay,
0: you moved to Austin, you're yeah. finally here, yeah, you're back home. Um, Egypt's not getting any better, no, you, you've. You're talking to someone, not really dating. You're just sort of talking to someone. You ended so, you ended a relationship with Alex. Yeah, you got away <clears> from there. You know, texting back and forth with somebody. Yeah. Um, Dar- okay, so little little bit of my part. Daryl, there Dar- Dar was always he's always my been, he's been, he's been my best friend since 2016. Almost four years. Yeah. So Facebook friends April first. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to make sure you know let him know. That, what the fuck was that? Oh, about my fingers. Oh, okay. I, don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to make sure this, was,
1: you know, this is home. Yeah. So, yeah. So I had done, or if, if you get to what I'm thinking, you're yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, I had done painting with a twist, uh, twice and I painted Egypt and I painted my cat Montego. So I had my Montego painting. Uh, you yeah, I got that in the divorce, <laughs> But my picture of Egypt, I had sold to a friend because I didn't think that I was going anywhere, you know, Uh, and in my world, you know, my marriage was still good. And it's like, oh, like I'll get to see this thing whenever we we come and visit. So did I mention to you that? Oh, yeah. I think I had mentioned that I'd wanted to buy it back from from her and just, you know, not really having that on my radar, just, you know, moving, getting going to school, doing that guide dog application because that's when I just started it and all that stuff. So I move in and I'm I'm going to go ahead. uh so I move in and um so my first day in I had just packed or finished unpacking all my stuff and Stephen told me I should contact my friend. I was like, yeah, you know, like let me just yeah, you know, let me get my bed situated cuz I was sleeping on a camping cot. I had to figure out where my clothes <laughs> were. And so we're sitting down taking a break and lo and behold she writes me in Facebook Messenger. And,
0: um, oh, yeah, because you took a picture with the, with the, yeah, okay. So,
1: so Stephen and, do I say her name? Yeah, okay. So, Stephen and Antoinette bought my picture, my painting back of Egypt. And they, she she had no idea either. Antoinette didn't know? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh Uh-uh. No one knew. Uh, Did you, how'd you, how'd you do it? You never told me. Go on with your story. You're Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to know. I I got another deets. (laughs) Um, Um, so, so, Steven gives me the picture, and I talk a lot, and I'm horrible at expressing myself. So, I talk a lot more when I'm trying to, to get the words out. I just cried. What? Shut up. So, I was, you know, I, I got all emotional, and um, y'all took a picture of me with it, I believe, right? Yeah. So, they took a picture of me with it, and I posted it on Facebook. And shortly later, I get contacted by you-know-who. Do you live in Austin now? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was like, how'd you know, soccer?" Well, I think she had written to me even before that. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um, I think y'all had messaged each other like
0: a little bit, like one or two messages, but never, like, I think she left you on read or something. or Something happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we'll have to go back. I, I can't scroll all the way back to that, but she yeah. can. Um, And... And we're just talking, talking, talking. Find out that she's single, I'm single, we both need friends, and she lives a mile away from me. I literally live pretty much in her backyard. Um, so a few days later, we go and hang out, um, just as friends, and yeah, uh, it's it's been history since then, so yeah, um, neither of us. Maybe you know, we just came in. You know, just we just needed someone to hang out with, just you know, whatever. And now we like each other. I mean, oh, a little more than that, but
0: um, <laughs> man, it's, it's fucking wild. Okay, so you move back, you get the painting, mm-hmm. you find somebody,
1: and then there's something significant that really happens. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So. This is July, July 1st when I moved in. Things are going good. You know, life is going up really fast. And I start school. <clears throat> and uh, I get a call. September. 5th. And it's my ex-wife. And... We had agreed that we would only talk uh, when it pertained to Egypt, and so um,
0: uh, if you guys forgot, Egypt is his yeah, first guide dog. Yeah, Egypt was
1: my first guide dog. Her parents have her now, and you know that's kind of a you know a topic that you know no matter what, like you know it's understood that we can talk about that. <clears throat> so she calls. And she tells me that Egypt's not doing too well. And I had already known in February that they had found a mass and they couldn't operate, but they didn't think it was cancer, but just keep an eye on it. So April thirty first, Natalie's parents' pet dog, their other pet dog, had passed away. And after that, Egypt just spiraled. So <sighs> I that was <clears throat> gonna um, right. So she had started or she had stopped eating as much which for a lab is a horrible sign. So she's on medication for that. So they called me on Thursday and uh, they were telling me, you know, she's not looking too good, but there's still some time. So my girlfriend had offered to take me to Houston. (laughs) I mean, that day, that that was was incredible to go see Egypt. And so I talked
0: to like, dude, just fucking go.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I, I talked to my ex in laws. My ex-mother in law was gonna be out of town, my ex-mother in law worked the entire weekend, so there's really no way. So it's like okay, well I'll go next weekend. So still on my mind, making plans to go the following weekend. Well um whew. <clears throat> Monday uh, rolls around, and uh, <clears throat> you were at the hospital actually mm-hmm. that day, and so I was preparing. I had actually just started booking the Uber to go to the hospital, and uh, I get a text message asking if I was free for a phone call from Natalie's mom. I was like, "Yeah." Like, um,
0: so uh, before anybody, I was in the hospital. I had really bad vertigo. I don't know what the fuck was going on. That's the first time I've ever gotten that. I was like, so they were checking if I had a stroke, anything like that. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> like, just shit just happened when that day was shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, so, I was in the hospital. My girlfriend went to the hospital and I uh, was supposed to go and then boom. Yeah.
1: So I, I get texted at five if I'm available for a phone call and uh, it's like, yeah, yeah. So I get the phone call and I'm, I'm, I was off all Monday. Um, so... They did not want to call me in case I was in school, so yeah. You know, she gets on the phone. She's like, "Hey, I, I, I knew, man." <clears throat> um, so I, just, you know, I was like, "You know, did Deidre pass away?" And she told me, "Yeah, that they had to put her down at ten in the morning because uh, she couldn't get out of bed, and so." Man, talking about pulling the rug and, you know, somebody getting behind your knees and pushing you all at the same time. Yeah. Um, Man, that that rocked me. So, needless to say, I, I was in no shape to go to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, you know, family was calling me. A girlfriend came and came by to make sure it was okay and took me to her, her house and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I... I I don't know what to do It's just You know
0: And at this point Like Daryl Like was going through that I was at home I was fucked up as well Yeah um, <clears throat> We were both We <laughs> I shouldn't have been alone Daryl shouldn't have been alone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah In Hindsight Like What the fuck man Why did you go over there Why was I here by myself <laughs> Yeah Um. So yeah So um, Egypt passed away and i'll let you recover yeah. a little bit, but i'll, I'll, I'll right. speak for you for a bit. Um, Egypt meant a lot to everyone um especially with with us with me. She kind of looked over my guy dog because my guy dog's not hyper um he kind of like took some uh, uh mannerisms from her she was chill, he was chill, dogs would play she would go hide he would go hide yeah so and if
1: if i told her that's enough she'd break up the all the playtime and everyone stopped playing <laughs> yeah
0: and then like uh when we would walk places like me and Dar would always go places together and you know and that's when i was saying like he knew she was gonna semi-retire because there was no one how i should be in front of him yeah so <clears throat> you know seeing egypt you find a three-year-old dog and egypt 10 year old dog there's a huge difference so we knew something was coming you know and Finn, I mean Daryl, pretty much raised Finn. So, yeah,
1: I held uh, I him when he was a couple of days old. <laughs> no, his eyes weren't open. His a little, <laughs> a little jelly roll man. Yeah. So he was. <laughs>
0: he knew Egypt from the beginning. And, he, and that painting that I got him when he got home, when he finally moved to Austin, was a painting of Egypt. Oh, I didn't say that part. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh. Yeah, it was a painting. It's painting of Egypt that he painted. I don't. Maybe you did. I don't know. But you know, I knew he needed that because the inevitable was going to happen eventually. Yeah. So sure enough, he got that phone call that she passed. Um, and it hit everyone, not, you know, not just him, hit all of us. It, it was pretty
1: bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Nellie actually checked to see if I was doing okay. <laughs> it's like, well, not, not really. You know, as best as can be done. And the,
0: there's people out there that don't understand um, the bond between a guide dog and and a person. And it's, yeah. it's, so fucking big. It's not. It's not just a fucking dog. It's not a child that we think it's a child. It's. Hey. It's bigger than
1: that. I mean, we love them like our children, but we depend on them like a parent. And essentially, as they get us from A to B safely. You know, they're a constant companion. They're fun in the morning, fun at night. You know, you're upset, <laughs> you know, or they just make random noises when they they're not pleased. <laughs> they're not. They're not robots either. They're actual. You know living things. Yeah. They're so. like little mini humans that can't talk and wiggle their butts a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so when something like this hits a person, it hits them hard. And it's been, it's been five months and yeah, you know, obviously I still get emotional about it. So yeah, I mean that, that happened and yeah, I mean, it took me, it took me a while. Uh, it's just a hot, a hot mess for a good while. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so that happened, you know, kind of rocky start in Austin yeah um, you found somebody you know starting to get back up again you're, yeah. you're back in Austin you quit had... school yeah um, so now 2020 where are you at now what are your where's your head at now where are your emotions at now you have a new guide dog
1: what's going on yeah. <clears throat> well like I said I, I quit school so I was going I had re-enrolled at, at ACC for software engineering and um kind of like all places are like oh yeah yeah like we've had blind students come in yeah it's like no problem come to find out that they're actually visually impaired and there are blind computer coders i don't know if the uh, term blind is a blanket in the in the news but supposedly there there are blind completely blind coders um but i couldn't find any resources to find a programming environment to help me simulate my code and if I could get audio feedback, I couldn't get simulation feedback or I couldn't get the results I needed. And then I couldn't debug my stuff because it wouldn't read what I needed it to. So, again, I got severely behind. Um, one, because I couldn't get some or one of my books. And two, because none of the software is, uh, was uh, usable. And then another professor would not send my tests to disability services. Um which I'm pretty sure he probably got fired for that. <laughs> I know they reported him to the dean for not yeah. for not doing that stuff. Um, but then I realized yeah, I, I wanted to help the blind community. And um, so I have some app ideas, which I still have, which I'm probably just going to find someone else to do it once I have a million dollars. But um, but I realized that, you know, yeah, I can do stuff for others. I can make them happy. But if it's not going to make me happy, why am I going to put myself through that? And I'm not someone to just sit and work on something and not have something tangible to show for it. That's why school is kind of like, man, like, you know, it's it's an accomplishment, but <laughs> yeah, I've got a piece of paper, you know? Yeah. Uh, who's to say this isn't, you know, just something from the, uh, from the printer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody's butt cheeks. <laughs> so, um, so I dropped because like, no, I'm as much as, you know, it's, as much as I have ideas for this, that's not my calling. Uh, I'm more of a mechanical person yeah. uh, built with my hands. So I have a couple of patent ideas that now I know how to patent pin. So I'm working on that. Um, and yeah, so now I'm trying to find some books to teach myself calculus so I can do mechanical engineering, which is something I've wanted to do since I started college. But I was scared of calculus, and you know, it's like, you no, know I'm failing now because I haven't even tried. If I try and fail, Hey, all right. If I don't, this is stupid. Yeah. So, um so 2020 it has been a good but semi rough year with uh family health issues and things like that. But as far as my personal life, uh things are very good. Um I'm still with the same person. She means a lot to me. Uh I mean a lot to her. She's very supportive, encourages me with everything I do and we communicate like no other (laughs) it's i i can tell her anything and i don't feel judged um and i mean not that you know that i did but i'm just saying like you know it's just it's effortless and it feels so easy like um it's it's just like talking to a best friend you know um so there's that and so i started my Application for Guide Dogs. I started it officially in June.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, um, so,
1: yeah. Go ahead with that. <laughs> that's, okay, that's so an interesting story. So I originally I had applied to Guide Dogs in Texas because that's where my ex worked, and I was going to get one of their dogs. Well, we split. So, yeah, and not not being petty, was like, hell no. Yeah, you know, it just, <laughs> you know, it. I I didn't need a dog that was trained by her in my life. You know, it's just that's this is not a good memory, uh, or you know just. A, a good association. Yeah, that's always going to kind of linger on like a bad fart. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't want that. I didn't want it affect me in the teamwork or anything like that or emotionally. So yeah. I pulled out. And we all know that I don't. <laughs> um, so, so I applied for my guide dog in June to guide dogs with the blind. That's where I got Egypt. June of 19. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, June of 2019. Yeah. Um, and so I had a home evaluation in December, and they evaluated they evaluated me at my girlfriend's house because that's where I spend the majority of my time. So, did that perfect. They called me a few weeks later. I'm like, oh, we have to see your actual home, the one that's listed on your application. Well, fuck. Like, he's gonna push me back further. So they come in January seventeenth. She literally just comes and looks, like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's it. was like five, ten minute stops. Yeah. And so she's like, Yeah, you know, your your application will be submitted to the uh, admissions committee. And I was like, Oh well, I thought that had already been done. She's like, No, we need to check this final last thing to to get it in. All right. You know, I was <laughs> <clears throat> I was projected to go in, in February. She's like, Yeah, she's like, you know, she's like, at this rate you're looking more towards May. And I was like, Well, like you know, February I can still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean you you saw that. Yeah. So then, um, we went out to eat at Buffalo Wild One Wings Thursday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a week later, roughly, <laughs> um, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, I'm just doing my thing, getting getting my huge with you and Antoinette, and I get a call from GDB. I was like, oh, like like what do we forget now? So the guy calls. He's like, hey, you know, uh, my name is Ryan. Blah 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 blah. I just wanted to congratulate you. You've been accepted to Guide Dog to the Blind. I was like, oh, like, great. You know, you could have just sent me this in the the mail, but whatever. (laughs) You know, I'm still excited just to be told how long I'm going to be waiting for. And so he continues on like, well, as you know, it's a several month uh, process to get a match for you. And it's like with your particular specifications and requests, it, it could take longer. It's like, but that's not the case with you. It's like uh, we have found a match for you. It's like normally it's a couple months. It's like years only lasted a couple hours from uh, acceptance to match. So, uh, so he's like, you know, how does class on February ninth sound? It's like, is that with thing? He's like, well, gonna have to tell my girlfriend I'm not gonna be around for val- Valentine's <laughs> Day. But hell yeah, man, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, yeah. So I had a week, a little less than a week and a half to to prep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What happened that day? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was about right. to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was kind of a, a whirlwind of uh, just craziness. So to celebrate, um, Stephen bought me a shot, and uh, I think I told her like, the, or you told her the the, mo- the strongest shot that they have, right? Yeah, yeah. the so strongest, she, cheapest shot. They have. <laughs> <laughs> so she went around asking all the bartenders, and uh, they they actually uh,
0: asked me like, "What do you mean? Like, what's the limit? Like, I, like ten bucks? Fuck it." <laughs> yeah, so,
1: yeah so I think it was what a 750 shot or something like that I, no I don't know yeah. was it I don't, know. I don't yeah. know yeah we'll have to go back and get one and find out yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they bring me a shot and I was like oh I was like what is it and they're like no oh, it's called a dead Nazi and so yeah, we bust that laughing. My girlfriend's actually Jewish, so <laughs> taking one for the team. <laughs> take this Nazi. So, uh, so it's it's uh Jaeger and Schnapps. It's actually pretty good. Um, I think that's on top of two beers, so I was, I was feeling pretty good after that. <laughs> but I said I was celebrated with a shot. Steven Steven didn't didn't take one because mm. he had to work the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, and then um, <sighs> packing, buying stuff, getting ready to fly out the next weekend and uh how was it uh revisiting gdb again this time you know, for the second time i was going to see metallica <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was good um and the flight you know went off without a hitch just put my airpods in and it <clears throat> was out the entire time my mouth was open i think the majority of the time i was sleeping yeah. <laughs> um, coronavirus anybody <laughs> um, i got there they had actually bulldozed the campus that i had been on mm mm-hmm. And they, they have a new residential area and all this stuff. So it's all state-of-the-art, it's nice. Okay. Um, So went in, got greeted, just hung out in my room. Was tired from jet lag. I think it took like a three-hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And so, um, started class. I was given Rhea uh, the next day on Monday the 10th. Uh, there's a video of her, her and I meeting, and she's all over me. And, the instructor's saying it's like, Yeah, you know, we'll we'll get them, we'll keep them under control, and then we'll pass you the leash and this isn't that. It's like badass. So she comes in, promptly lets go of the leash when Ray's greeting me so I'm like, Okay, like get her off of me. She's like, <laughs> she's like Oh, you can take the leash and get her in control. I was like, Wait, like, what? It's like you're supposed to have this thing <laughs> So I put my leash on and get her in control, but I don't think that's on the video. Um and yeah, just complete opposite of egypt egypt yeah i think i was saying this earlier egypt was a big female she's bigger than all the males that were in my my latest class um yellow mellow um you know just chill you yep. <clears throat> know she i mean she could be she could totally could have been a stoner um <laughs> and then i get this little crackhead and <laughs> just all over the place and just so much fun um and so, of course, you know, before you go to get in for guide dog school, you know, when you have months to prepare to tell you, hey, start working on your cardio, your stamina, your walking, speed, this and that. <laughs> I don't have any time to prep. <laughs> so from going from my cane walking to a mosey to like professional speed walking, my shins and heels or not heels, my arches were killing me. <laughs> I mean, we, we cross a block or we would walk a block. In maybe thirty to forty five seconds, give or take. Every so often I'd hear my instructor like jogging to catch up. And she'd she'd walk and like you could hear her going, and then she'd slow down and I hear like far back and then hear run to catch up with me. <laughs> and so and then um, with my classmates, they're like, Oh yeah, you know, our dog is so fast, so fast I was like, Really? I was like, I wonder if they're as fast as me and Rhea And a little bit of competition kinda came in. Um and so I was walking with, with, uh, so there's, I had five other classmates and so we're broken up in three little sections. Yeah. So my quote unquote classmate with my instructor, she's from Austin as well. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you know, my, my dog is so fast. And so Ray and I were walking with her in the last week and, um, she's like, wow, y'all are fast. And I was like, I was like, yeah, it's like, this is, I was like, this is me holding her back a lot. So it's like, my arm is really tired right now. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, is this y'all's y'all's normal speech? She's like, no, She's like, this is super fast for us. I was like, Oh, like, this is like, this is our really slow mosey. She's like, really? I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, but I just kind of wanted to join the walk. And so my instructor didn't have to worry about us, you know, getting way too far ahead. Yeah. So, um, so then my other classmates were like, Oh yeah, you know, our dog's really fast. And I had a classmate who's Six two, six three, mm-hmm. and his dog is like really. It's, like, it's Scooby and Shaggy, like totally. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, it's like you know he's really fast, and you know like this, this and that and the other. And it's like, I wonder if they're as fast as us because he's got a really long stride and smoke. <laughs> Oops, oh, shit. <laughs> he smoked him also. Yeah. <laughs> so, but nobody really realized that it was us because you know everyone's kind of visually impaired and they just see a guy with a little black dog walking, um, and so. One of our last days we went out on a, an outdoor trail and it was all of my classmates. So we're walking and I was holding Raya back with a group and they're like, Oh yeah, she you know she is fast and my instructor's like, Daryl, you can uh you can speed up if you want to. I know you're holding her back. It's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> so we just go into like just like out of the gates, out of everybody and they're like, like, Oh, they are they are pretty quick and uh that was still us kinda going slow because I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. And so, we stop at a bench, take some pictures, and, you know, see all the scenery, quote unquote. Um, there's a lot of ducks, and they're kind of kind of cool. <laughs> so then, um, we take off, and I'm the last one to go, because I'm just slow, and just taking my time. Yeah. So, everybody's in front of me, and so one of my classmates, she's, I didn't know this, she's deaf one here, So, she was walking kind of slow, and so we catch up with her in just a few seconds, and um, Ray is there like... Like left, right, left, right. Kind of like it seems like she's peeking around her. Like, you know, when you're on the highway and like we oh, decide yeah. to, to look around the cars, that's what she's doing. And then she totally just pulls a shoulder pass move uh-huh. and puts me right on the edge of the asphalt and just like right past him. And so we go. And so um, my classmates are like oh, like, oh, hey, like go, go. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so we take off, and, you know, just smoke them. And then at some point, I pass up my other classmates and uh, they're like, oh, like. Like, what's that? I was like, a person like, you know, speed walking with their dog. And they're like, like no, that's Daryl and Ray. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, It's like, yeah, that, that's them. That's their speed. And so my classmates are like, holy shit. You know, like <laughs> none of them knew that we were actually like that. So then um, two of my classmates were ahead of me. And so they were kind of walking next to each other. So again, Ray is like, uh, trying to pass him, trying to pass him, And so one of them speeds up in front of the other one. so I'm totally that guy on the highway that weaves in and out. Yeah. So she goes around to one, cuts him off, and then goes around the other, cuts them off and then we just pff, just take off again. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone's like, yeah, it's, when we finish the walk, everyone's like, like you know, we thought we were fast, we thought we were doing pretty good until we saw y'all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hey, it's not a race." I was like, "But I just happened to win every single one of them." <laughs> <laughs> so, but cuz during class, they would just see me cross the street. Yeah, yeah. that's when I'd okay. I'd kind of run into them. We'd have to wait for traffic and stuff. So they see us cross and like, oh yeah, pretty quick, but they didn't get to see the like the, full, the extent of like, you know, as I say, I like giving her the onions. So, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so I mean it's it's so much fun, man. And then our night walk, and she <clears throat> she was feeling good or something. It was nice and cold. We were walking faster than we normally do. Yeah. Um my instructor really noticed it that time. So
0: So uh, what's the um feeling of The transition from one guy dog to the other.
1: Is it tough? Is it hard? Mm. Is it uncomparable? For me, it's kind of different just because I worked with all of the GDTX dogs. Yeah. So I was able to kind of get all the spectrums. And, you know, Ray is a mix of my three favorite dogs, uh, Egypt, Cassian, and Cruiser. (laughs) It's actually kind of amazing. But so... Her her work and spunk is just like Cassie's. Her yeah. affection is like Cruiser, and then she's got a lot of little quirks like Egypt does. Yeah. So um, it was very hard breaking my old communication with you know that I had with Egypt, and then all the rules and the habits and the positioning and posture with GDTX because that was beaten into me. <clears throat> so. Um, and the training had changed dramatically. Um, you know, there's a lot of verbal corrections and stuff like that, um, like you know, stern voices and stuff. Like you know, with our dogs or you know, with GDTX, and then um, with GDB, they'd say you know, like they'd have us do like leash corrections and stuff. And sure, um, the leash correction is only for like severe stuff. Now it's just like, hey, like hop up. and, oh. and if they if they don't. Then we stop, we just choke up on the leash, and just have them stand next to us, and we put them in timeout, yeah, a 10-second okay. timeout. And after that, they're like, oh, like, I want to work, I don't want to just stand here and do nothing. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so with um, myself, you know, we you go through all the teachings and stuff, but until you're in it, you don't know how you're going to react. So sure. she wasn't doing very well with dog distractions, like they could not find something to distract her with. So they ended up getting a really spazzy dog and, have, like, playing fetch with him. Mm-hmm. So she got interested. And so she immediately bolted and, you know, it was like, you know, Raya, like a real, like, 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 stern. Yeah, stern, like, like, you know, you know, the gruff voice. Yeah. And I uh, was so embarrassed. Like, yeah, we don't want to do that because, you know, might get a negative, pr- or, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh view in uh in public and just and the other and your dog you know has never really been talked to like that so you know blah blah blah, blah. She's, like, she's like it's effective you got her attention but she didn't know what to do after that because she was so stunned from <clears throat> your voice yeah so i was really embarrassed but i was like you know I was like it's never gonna happen again and it hasn't <laughs> yeah so um for me it's just tough breaking all of my old habits sure um and then yeah just all, all the teachings, you know things have changed, you know that the field's always evolving mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean that's just a hard part, and then um <clears throat> with Egypt, my gestures were completely different, and she would she would pick up on' them. with this one, she knows what she knows, so I was like, oh shit, like i can't I can't get away with this, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then she's so fast that it's hard to gauge where I'm gonna be, so I end up passing up. We're in turn, or you know i i uh, jumped the gun yeah so i'm working on our on our timing and positioning so that's good um but
0: uh so now
1: like
0: you kind of got like at the end of your your journey from like everything that happened to <clears> you from the <throat> beginning to like now yeah because this oh, is sure. where oh she, you're so <laughs> far away from the mic um where do you feel that you're at now emotionally uh, mentally, physically, to
1: everything you've been through—from leaving Austin to coming back,
0: yeah, or like from the
1: beginning, like yeah, from
0: every, any part, like like how are you feeling now? Today? Right,
1: right now, I feel I'm the happiest and healthiest I've ever been, <clears throat> physically and emotionally. Um, when I left Austin, I weighed 182 pounds my cholesterol was bad. <laughs> uh I was chubby. I was em- emotionally just drained and zapped. I, mean, I, I was I was battered, you know. Yeah. Um <clears throat> ask anybody they they can tell you. And again, I'm not talking shit. It's just that's just how life is, guys. Um and now you know I've I'm happy. Um I have love in my life, which I don't need that to be happy, but Everything fell into place when I moved here. It, it, I had no intentions of dating anybody when I moved, but I always had something for my girlfriend, and you know, it's always kind of always like, oh yeah, like if she if she ever comes into my life, you know, like I'll drop everything, kind of thing. Yeah, not not thinking that was actually gonna happen, and I didn't exactly drop everything, but she was the exception. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't planning on dating her. We went on our what we call now our first date. And we really clicked and not expecting it, but always that we had good chemistry in our past. So I wasn't 100% surprised. But, um, yeah, and so both of us didn't intend on falling in love with each other, but we did. And so there's that. I know where I want to be, you know, for the most part in my future. I have a partner who has a lot of the same goals and has the same a lot of the same moral values and family values and, you know, what they want to do in life. Um. basically my you know I've, I've got a great little guy dog she's got a lot of spunk she's got a lot of pep and I have my independence and before in an, an, an Alice I was stuck at home I was stuck at my parents office there's no transportation Um, I couldn't get out because there's rattlesnakes now I can get out in the backyard play with the dogs work on the lawnmower make a fire <laughs> whatever I want to do you yeah. know um, I'm happy you know and I don't think I've ever been this happy in my life and not to say that my marriage was a complete fraud or charade or anything like that, but I feel now that I know what love is, you know, like I knew, I know how to love and how to give love and stuff like that, but receiving it, you know, after the stuff that she told me, you know, um, about, Oh, uh, about, you know, uh, Natalie, um, not loving me for so many years and stuff like that. Yeah, and kind of going back and like I told you, like you know, I, I know how I, like I, I can refuel the emotion of situations, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah, I can definitely feel the emptiness and the hollowness, and so now, um. It's a team, you know. Yeah, Um, I take care of her; she takes care of me, and. I think we complement each other really well. <clears throat> so, um, she kind of had the same situation. Uh, she didn't have to deal with the emotional trauma that I had to to that extent, but she went through kind of the same thing. So we both know what it feels like to uh, be pro- or have someone else prioritize instead of us. And um, so, I mean, we sp- we speak. Each other's language in in every in every way, except she speaks Spanish and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I just yeah, there's there's no words. it's yeah. I mean, as corny as it sounds, like serendipitous. You know, I I never would have expected something like this happen. You sure. heard her too, and yeah, I'm I'm glad I made the exception because it'd have been so stupid to just pass her up. Well, good man. So, uh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, we've been here for like three or four hours. You told your
0: story. <laughs> uh, it's a long one. That's gonna, good, though. That's what it's here for. So it should be like five episodes long. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Last One last thing. Um, people are going to listen. What is one thing that you take from your life that you would want to give people advice on? Just one thing. Um, anybody that's going through the same thing. You've gone through any little pit, any little bit, any, anything. What, what do you want to say out there? Man, there
1: was an Awesome, awesome saying that I saw the other day, and I cannot remember it, but it deals with the fact that um, a situation is only for a period of your life um, it could be a day, could be a couple minutes, could be a couple years, but it's only for a period of your life. you have your entire life to live and a lot of good stuff is gonna happen in it so there's always a silver lining to any bad situation, yeah with my previous relationship it led me to my current relationship and in all honesty we wouldn't have met if it wasn't for it um, I learned a lot of good lessons I got a guide dog um, so no matter how bleak something looks look at the silver lining make it positive and appreciate appreciate what it you know what it is you know and it's like I said um, there's always someone that has it worse than you like with cancer I went through 17 exposures Guys with prostate cancer, one through fifty-one. Um, and yeah, um, so <laughs> I, hang on. I, I was, I had lost my turn. of thought. I, so I live by the the five five slash five rule. If it's not going to affect you in five years, give it five more minutes of your time and move on, and life will be good. There you go. So. All right man, well thank you for being the first guest of this podcast. And I I just came up with the name. Just, okay. Man. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Which bring, uh, brings me to my next point. Don't start <laughs> crack.
0: That's the water boy if you guys. Know. <laughs> but I just came up with the name instead of the blind life. my blind life. Yeah. So Daryl Garza. Daryl? Oh yeah. Uh, or wait, wait. I, I
1: oh. No, like I'm Daryl Garza. And this oh. is yeah, oh, I'm Daryl Garza and this is the first episode of My Blind Life. There you go guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Talk take care later. This is my podcast. I you
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well I think I said take care of you guys. I like, Bye. <laughs> Bye guys. Later.